that most people listening will fail to understand it. That's a Geek Out. This is the show, The Geek Out Show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 131 of The Geek Out Show. I'm your host, Gil, and I'm here with my co-host, Juan. Hey, how's it going? With Matt. Sunburnt major reaction here. And with Jade. This is the way. What's going on, guys? It's been a minute since all four of us have been together. Uh, the two of you guys, Matt and Juan, you guys have been hooking up for the past two weeks. So we haven't heard Shh, from you guys. From our girlfriend. <laughs> we hey, haven't I thought heard we weren't supposed to guys. tell Gil either. What happened to that? Well, you guys put it all over social media. So that, you know, I don't yeah, fucked up. <laughs> it was you. You're the uh, one who leaked it, Matt. That's what happens when you have a good time. That's yeah, not the only thing he was leaking. Oh. <laughs> hey, 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 we'll get <laughs> Anyways, into that later. Let's get into weeks, because we haven't heard from the two of you guys. Uh, Juan, how was your past uh, two weeks, man? Uh, it was good. I went to my first convention. That was fun and sad at the same time. But other than that, good. Just getting ready for the holiday push and our nine-year anniversary. Why was it sad? It was sad because... You know, there wasn't that many people there. Really? You know, it was a good crowd, but it wasn't your typical con crowd where, you know, it's not shoulder to shoulder. But I'd say at least a third of the amount of people showed up. Now, that could be many different factors. That could be people still scared of Corona. It could be that they threw two shows in a row month to month and people are still kind of financially struggling, so they couldn't afford to do another con so close together. You know, but it was sad in the in the fact that it was... We walked the whole floor, and we were done in, like, about half an hour. I think oh, uh, I think little advertisement had a lot to do, because SAC Anime, I didn't see anything advertised for that show at all, and I attended that last year. Well, they have SAC Anime three, four times a year? Usually there's like a January, then like an April, May show, and then like August, September. Sorry, like we talked about last time, um, I was at the most at the last one they did with the '66 Batmobile, the one that you were at too. I guess we both ended up at the that same. That was Wizard World. Together. Oh, that was Wizard World. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I haven't been to Sack Anime actually, so never mind. My bad. I'll step out of this <laughs> conversation. My bad. I'll see myself out. So, yeah, it was fun seeing a lot of vendor friends that I haven't seen since the beginning of the year and stuff like that. And it was cool kind of seeing, you know, slowly that process coming back. But at the same time, it's like, wow, you know, SAC anime is usually pretty popping and, you know, a decent amount of crowds and blah, blah, blah. And this was, you know, very sad. I still have to say that it was poorly advertised because I'm I'm like in the Central Valley, like most of the Sacramento cons, I will get notifications of or hear a buzz about it. I literally heard nothing about this. There was more buzz for a Toy Fusion store than anything. 
which there was another that was this weekend, and there was a comic store I think that was having a grand opening this weekend too, wasn't it? Uh, well, all I know is that uh, Sean Long was selling stuff at Toy Fusion on Saturday. So, and then another store I think in that area was having a grand opening swap meet type of deal too. How else was the week one? Um, oh, I said one, not Matt. Jeez, <laughs> Dan, <laughs> see, you guys are two, two as one, huh? Each other's sentences now. How Holy cute! Once, once we bond. It's it like it's like gorilla glue. But you left that was a, that was a cohesive bond. That's like this is biological. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> <laughs> that, hey, totally, they did. <laughs> I mean, if anything, it was Matt and Brett that you <laughs> yes, me and Beaver Cleaver over there, yeah. <laughs> because Brett totally did stuff to go in Matt's car. <laughs> yeah, me and Brett. Oh, God, what happened so there? You, so you guys hung out this weekend, then? How about I talk about that in my week because that was more of my week. <laughs> okay, all right. You, you're all right, one. Are you done? Well, yeah. Like I said, that was pretty much my week. Just uh, going to the con. That's why I wasn't on the show last week, and then uh, hunting and getting ready for uh, this stupid nine-year anniversary for the stupid store. Quick, quick. Oh, congratulations on the nine-year anniversary. Thank and- you. All right, Matt. What about you? How was your week? Well, my week was awesome. Um, my two weeks, I guess. I uh, had an awesome time today. Like I said, I got sunburned. I was out uh, at a toy sale today. It was mostly a pop sale. So, like, every other person was selling pops besides me and a few other people, which was actually nice because it actually got a lot of buzz to my booth because everybody else is selling overpriced pops. And I was here selling dollar mini mates. I was selling Marvel Legends for 10 to $15 in the box. I was selling um, imports for like twenty bucks. I was I was going nuts. I was just trying to clear out my uh, clear out my garage. Um, Yo, I, what's I, up, man? You you should have said yeah, wh- us wh- first. Wh- what the fuck? Wh- yeah. Well, wh- whatever's the, left over, I'll send you guys. Togo's first. Uh, we don't want yeah. love over. Hey, 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 motherfucker, hey, Togo's is TGOS. It, <laughs> it, it makes a big difference. Okay, bitch, you could hold on to it until we meet up. Okay, okay. Whenever that happens, kill. You know, all right, all right go go on TSA with the borefill of your week. So anyway, <laughs> so yeah, like uh, Juan said, I came down to his store. He has a really cool shop. It's in a, it's a really like, I, it wouldn't be my first uh, idea for a comic shop to be in this area. It almost looked like a cool like secluded apartment area, like kind of condo ish place. Um, really nice parking. Went in the store, way more shit than I expected. He has. So many hot toys, so many open Marvel Legends, so many comics, just everything you could want. I ended up picking up a um, couple figures from him, a couple comic books. I spent a lot of money in his store. <laughs> uh, thank God he hooked me up with the free mask because otherwise I would have been broke and not have been able to afford dinner. I met Brett. Brett was really cool. We talked for about an hour and a half about as soon because it, it was funny because the first thing I asked was, who has the fun job of having to like display everything in the detoffs and like clean the detoffs? And Brett was like, "That's me," and he like took pride in it. So like, I was like, "Okay," I was like, because I was like kind of making a joke, like that's the shittiest job, because <laughs> like, I hate doing that. <laughs> and, uh, and then he's like, "Yeah, man, I, I take pride in it. Like, I have OCD, so I like to keep everything really clean." And he's like, "And I'm a display artist." And like, display artist triggered triggered in my head because not many people use that word. And that's really closely associated with articulated comic book art. And that is where I draw my art form from, is from ACBA. I know not everybody loves that group, and I understand. 
but that is what made me as good as I am today, honestly. So uh, when he mentioned display artist, I was like, like toy photography? And he said, yeah, like articulated comic book art. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, dude. I was like, what's your name? Like, are you on Instagram? And like, we, yeah, from there, we just talked for about two hours straight. He rode in the car with me. We had a good time. Let me tell you about these guys. Touch big tips horse. and it went off. Damn, so there's docking. Which one of you guys is... No docking. Which one of you guys is like Nighthawk? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Anyways. From, for, come on, from Step they Brothers. Which one? <laughs> into the bathroom for like about five minutes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Let's just say uh, we, we got lifted, all right? So, um, hey, yo. <laughs> I know Jade can appreciate that one. I don't know. You made me lose my whole train of thought, asshole. Um, so these guys, when they hunt, okay, <laughs> these motherfuckers, I'm trying to follow them into stores, and they already know what the fuck they're looking for, right? They they have a list of whatever the fuck they're looking for. So Juan and Chu and Todd, they go into these stores, and they just fucking disperse, right? And I'm just like, whoa, what the fuck? And Brett's staying back with me. Oh, he- so you're one of the minions, huh? Gotcha. Uh, no, I was like left behind, more like it. <laughs> like a getaway driver, he was like or a something? little kid that didn't know what was going on. And I was trying to keep up. With, I was trying to keep up with fucking Andre uh, or Mario Andretti over here. We got fucking Juan in the fucking pace car, setting the fucking speed for everybody, driving hundred miles an hour down the street. So I'm trying to keep up with Juan the whole time, and Brett's like, he usually doesn't drive this fast. <laughs> I'm like, well, this bitch trying to dodge us or something. He feels a sort of. He's got to learn somehow. But uh, so we get in the stores and these holes just immediately like disperse. And I'm like looking over some figures. I found a couple things I might have wanted. I'm trying to do some price checks. These motherfuckers are ready to go. They're like, hey, we're ready to go. I'm like, uh, oh, oh, okay. So I half the time I put back what I found because for one. You should have said something. We would have waited. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> these dudes are on a mission, man. Because we were already, it was already almost closing time for all the stores. So I understand they were well, trying we to like. Try to hit, hit we try to hit as many stores as possible. And if you wanted to wait and see something, we would have waited for you. The thing is. I hunt, but I don't hunt like these dudes. Like when I hunt, I'm just I'm just trying to find whatever I can find. These dudes had a list of what they're trying to hit. They had like a blacklist. They're like, hit that, hit that, hit that. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, holy shit. Play, playing with these dudes was like no joke. So I'll, I'll be ready next time. I'm gonna be wearing my joggers, <laughs> your compression pants. Yeah. So uh, okay. So anyways, back to the toy sale. I sold about four hundred dollars worth of shit today, which is fucking nice. awesome. Nice. I didn't expect to do that much. Congrats. I ended up spending $100 on a full-powered um, Broly from the new movie. So if you know anything, that's a great price. That's, like, right on the money. I tried offering him 80 He said he wouldn't budge. He's getting out of the game. So I gave him the 100 I made some money anyways. Um, and I had a great day. I met some cool people. I met uh, MCU Collector 24 on Instagram. Dude has a huge following. He's always, like, one of the first guys to find some of the new releases in our area. And uh, I'm thinking about, like, setting up with him and finding those new things with him because he's always on it. Um, I also met another toy photographer. We are figures, so I'm going to shout him out right now. We underscore R, as in Toys R Us, just one R underscore figures. Uh, he's just starting out, trying to get a following, so check him out. Um, shout out to all those dudes. Had some good time. Met some cool dudes. Made some money. Good shit to hear. What about you, Jade? How was your week? Well, I, uh, me and Gil hung out all weekend, man, and we had a really good time. And like, No, I'm just kidding. I just worked all week. Uh, my in-laws came in town. So been doing a lot of entertaining. Um, nice to dream, though, isn't it? Yeah. No, we, uh, you know, did the Halloween thing, went trick or treating. My, like I said in the last episode, my doc, my daughter was a, a dinosaur. So we did the little dress park deal. 
Um, but yeah, just a just a chill weekend, man. End of the month's real busy for me, so I was wrapping up some work while trying to have a good time with some family. Oh, uh, I didn't have near as much fun as you guys, though. It sounds like. Gil, what did you and yours do this this week, Halloween week? We didn't do really much, man. Um, I just worked, bro. Typical bullshit. Uh, did not hang out with anybody like uh, Juan and Matt did. Yeah, yeah I tried. we tried. We tried. <laughs> Anyways, uh, no, man, we just we just hung out. We watched some Halloween movies last night, decorated some Halloween cookies. Um, I bought some like pumpkin, ghost, and bat shaped cookies, and the kids just colored it with frosting and frosting and sprinkles and whatnot. So nothing too crazy, too exciting. That was about it. Friday, I went out, uh, hunted with my brother. Didn't really find anything. Um, it was just kind of cool though, to hang out with my brother. Haven't done that in a while. That's about it, man. Real quick, though, uh, for like the two of you lovers, uh, shut up, the two of you lovers, uh, we didn't get to ask you guys the question last week because you guys weren't here, but me and Jay talked about what our most memorable slash like favorite costumes were when we were younger. Just real quick off the dome, Juan, what was like your favorite or most memorable uh, Halloween costume when you were younger? I had an aunt that was uh, a seamstress. So a lot of my costumes early on were like all hand sewn. Uh, and she made me a Spider-Man costume. Uh, that was really cool because Spider-Man's always been my favorite character. And then one year I was Batman and my cousin was Robin, uh, the Adam West style. So I guess those two. Nice. One of my most memorable was uh, the Power Rangers costume, those cheap ones with the plastic masks and the... Um... The reason it's memorable is because how much pain I would go through just to wear that. And then not to mention, if you ever try to bend over in it and it didn't fit you quite right, that plastic suit would just rip like a motherfucker. Which ranger were you? Uh, I'm trying to remember. I almost feel like I had to be like the yellow ranger, but I think I was lucky enough to get a red <laughs> ranger, honestly. <laughs> I think my I think I was the red ranger and my sister was the pink ranger. But I really was like wanted to be the green or white ranger, but they were just they didn't have those. Yeah, it was yeah, forced to be the Blue Ranger. Um, one of my favorite costumes though is uh one year I was like this dungeon, uh like basically like an executioner, and I had like this cool like chainmail looking mask and the whole suit, the setup with like a, a big axe looking thing, and that was that was really fun. Dope, dope, dope. But uh, I've right. done some pretty dope costumes in the in the past too. I uh I uh was the Joker a few years back with some really good face paint? Hey man, I said one, not fucking all of them, bro. We're not reminiscing fucking <laughs> I, I, everything I, Halloween. Yeah, we don't need your Halloween costume history. What? What was the um, trick or treating like in your area, though, Gil? It sucked. Really, we not many. Do, we didn't. Do, we we didn't. We didn't go out, bro. Uh, yeah, we but didn't did, go out. Did a lot of people come by your house? No. No. Nobody. Nobody what came about by you, at all. I've lived in this neighborhood for three years, and I've had three trick or treaters. Two of them came this year. So See, that's, that's sad, man. Like there's not a lot of kids in this neighborhood. You know, my daughter and a couple of boys up the street. Oh, I forgot you live in the senior, the senior living center, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, I mean, like we walked around the neighborhood I and mean, we went to like trunk or treats and stuff. That seemed to be like what was going on. That was like the thing this year. Yeah. Um, we actually went trick or treating after we went to a birthday party for our friend's daughter. Uh, my girlfriend, uh, my fiance works with her. So it's like. They're always in close contact, so we're not really tripping over the whole corona thing. I mean, I've been working in the restaurant, you know, I've been working with people for the last seven months, so it's not like 
I mean, Gil probably feels the same. He's around people 24-7 the last seven months. Um, so we went out. We did our thing. We all dressed up as skeletons. I was a punk rock skeleton. If you check my Instagram, there's probably a few more pictures there for a couple more hours. Yeah, we got. We really got into it. Cause I've never I seen a skeleton so thick before. I'm just saying. Hey, hey, hey man. God the damn. Skeleton eat good, you know? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. I had to. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's those unflattering angles, okay? It's all about angles. Yeah, but he's like, just big bone, dude. Yeah, I took my vacation. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, <laughs> anyways. I took my vacation this year around the Halloween time because you know it's my favorite holiday, and I really wanted to just kind of enjoy it with my family. So I kind of did that to the max this year, and I, I really liked it. There wasn't that many people giving out candy. There wasn't that many trick or treaters, but we made what the most of it. All right, let's go ahead and get into pickups. Matt, what you got? What'd you, what'd you pick up over at Wands, bro? Because I know you picked up some comics while you were over there too, right? Are we going to comics first? Comic pickups. That's usually what on. we do. Come on, all right, all right, geek all right, out yeah. show. Come right, on. You're, I thought you were throwing us for a loop. I thought you were throwing me for a loop. Okay, so I picked up. Let me find the books I picked up. Okay, so I picked up the the book that everybody's looking for right now, Last Ronin. I was able to get a hold of that from Juan, thank God, because my comic shop had no copies of that left. I picked up a lot Real of quick, did stuff. everybody read that? Did everybody read it or no? Uh, I haven't yeah. read it yet, but I already know the spoiler. So. You haven't okay. read it yet? Juan, no? you read it? I read it on Tuesday. Okay, so we all know the last Ronin is... Drumroll? Mikey. You don't know it's Mikey. They say Michelangelo. No. Yeah? I thought it was Venus. Punctuation. Okay, what do you so mean? Juan, I'm glad are, I'm glad you Gigo, said that. Who because... are you talking to? Comma Michelangelo question mark. It's not Michelangelo. Is right. it not? She's asking if you're talking to Michelangelo. She's not saying you're Michelangelo. Who are you talking it's to? It's like who are you talking to? Gil? Man, I was reading all kinds yeah. of people saying that it was Michelangelo. Okay. That's because they so, don't know how to read English. I'm so glad you, you don't know English. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because when I walked into the shop, I flipped it to the last page, and we were, I was talking to Joey and the guys, and I was like, "Oh, it's Leonardo," because I looked at the next cover. Right, it's him unsheathing the sword, and that's how I read it. I said, "Like, who are you talking to? Like, was it Michelangelo?" That's that's how I read it. Right. Right. I'm glad you said that, but I think that's not the case. I do think it is Michelangelo, so I'm right again. I feel the story could only work with Michelangelo, but again, the way the punctuation is, I'm like, oh, okay, that's a that's a clever way of hiding it for another issue. I think it was just kind of sloppy writing, J- just right there at, at the reveal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just the reveal. Like, like, like you said, the punctuation. I, I think that was a mistake. You think these people don't know how to write in English? Is what you're saying? It's Michelangelo. Okay. Well, anyway, so to go on from that, uh, I picked the up. The motherfucker, when I said the reveal is Michelangelo, I was right. Y'all make a big old thing about a fucking question mark. No, but I'm there with you, Juan. Like I, that's how I read it. Hey, it's one of the possibilities. That's how I read it. I got you. So, I feel it. While I was at, can we just jump into that? Hold on, can we just jump into that since we all got it real quick? What did you guys? What did you guys think? It looks pretty. I like it. And I want to know what the artwork that they were so mad about looked like because this artwork's beautiful. Yeah, I loved it. Um, I thought it was really cool that like, you know, he has the inner monologue with the other three turtles, and the way that is written, and I don't know if you guys read it this way, you can tell what turtle is saying what. Yeah. Why? Because of their personalities? Yeah, exactly. See, I haven't even read the book yet, so fucking keep spoiling it. 
Oh my god. You don't get <laughs> I'll just fuck with you, go ahead. It was great. And like I said, that I just really like that aspect. I like the inner the inner monologue and the way you you know, you can tell what every turtle is. You don't even have to see their face or weapons or bandanas. All right, so uh, what else did you get? Uh, I feel bad for all the people who didn't pick that up. Too um, bad we spoiled it. <laughs> I was able to get Draken New Dawn, book three of three, with the White Ranger helmet. Or no, not not the White Ranger helmet, my bad. The Draken helmet on the cover. I think it's the Evo 3. The Evo 3, yeah. Yeah, so I got that from Juan. I got the Draken New Dawn three of three, um, just the regular cover. I got uh, it Eats What Feeds It, number three. Because I hadn't seen that at my comic shop. And then when I went there, they had it. I got Strange Academy number four. I picked up this book uh, from Vault Comics, The Autumnal, number one. I picked up, I think I picked up number one and number two and a variant cover. But I think, never mind. I just picked up number one and two, number two. I put the variant cover back. There's a cool, like, foil-looking variant cover. But this fucking artwork on the front is what made me grab it. It's like this person and there's some branches coming out of their eyes. So it looks fucking creepy as shit. So That's I the cover I got, too, a couple weeks ago. That's a good one. And then on number two, I picked up the cover of a girl. It's like a, a virgin cover. It just has a girl on the front, like, tearing up some leaves. She's wearing, like, a school shirt. She has a black eye. It's pretty nice. And that was uh, that was it for the comic pickups from Juan. I didn't want to spend too much on comics because I bought some expensive figures from him. <laughs> so we'll get to that in uh, figure pickups. What about you, Jade? What you get this week? Oh, man, I picked up a couple things. I went and cleared out my pool. Got also the last Ronin. Um, James over at the Hive got 83 out of the 100 he ordered and actually held on to a lot of them for quite a while. Um, So I picked up multiple copies. Uh, I picked up Three Jokers, number three, Dr. Afro five, Savage Avengers 13, the Boss Logic variant, uh, which is like a Doctor Strange variant. Uh, Fantastic Four Antithesis number three. Matt, I took your recommendation and picked up Devil's Red Bride number one from Vault. It's like a red and white cover. Draken New Dawn three, and I picked up that Spawn 311, the Chadwick Boseman um, homage cover. I was able to pick that one up too. I forgot. I have a bunch of shit I picked up from the comic store too, but we'll go over that after. Other than that, I grabbed all three variants of uh, Maestro 1 through 3, and uh, that's for a little side project I'm doing. Did you happen to read that book at all? Yeah. Yeah, Maestro number 1 through 3 I did read. Uh, Shout out AO Mr. Big Geek. I'm doing something with him on those three issues. Nice. That's a new one, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I I think I picked up issue 1 of that a while ago. I don't want to spoil that one for you, but uh, issue 3 you do reveal who Maestro actually is. Hey, oh. while you're on the show, make sure you shout out the Geek Out show. Oh, absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Let, let, let him know I, I send a little kissy emoji to him. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I picked up, man. That's all I picked up. Juan, did you get anything for the personal collection? I forgot what store I bought them from, but I got my Black Cat number one peach variant. The virgin nice. one. The Sleeping Beauties, I believe, is the comic. I got her cover for that one, too. And then my, what was it? Ninja Turtles. Luckily, they all came in 9.8. Virgin cover for, uh, I forgot what issue that was of the miniseries for the new turtle. The chick. What's her name? Jenka? Jinka? 
Bueller? Jenica. Something <laughs> like that. So I just picked Crickets? them up because they were peach covers. Uh, other than that, what else? Comic-wise, personally, I don't think I picked up anything else. Well, I guess I, you could say I kept a, a, a cover of uh, Last Ronin for myself and Three Jokers. Did and I pick up one of the last Last Ronins from you? I think so. I think when you came in, there were still a handful on the I think there was on only the like two or no. three left. <laughs> yeah, and I had gotten a hundred of them. Oh, and I think shit. when I opened, I only had about 50 on the shelf because a lot of them were already spoken for. I heard that my comic store only got like five. Really? Yeah. Well, originally, I think I've, I've mentioned this before, I had only ordered like six copies. And then huh? every month people were like asking about it and asking about it and asking about it. And this was back in like May or June. Nice. And I'm like... Uh, maybe I Guess should order more. more. <laughs> and I just like every month I was ordering ten more and ten more and ten more and ten more. Shit. Until I basically had to talk to my rep at Diamond and be like, "Look, I just bumped up from my FOC, which was like think ten copies. Now I'm like almost to a hundred. Can I get more of the variants because I've ordered more?" And she's like, "Well, let me talk to 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 this distributor and blah blah blah." And she was nah. able to get me. Uh, more of the variants with it oh really too, to, yeah oh wow so i you're I, lucky <laughs> i had a handful of those two to go so i was happy about that well you were smart to get start getting them so early because i bet you there's a lot of people who try to get them later and didn't get them well again if people were talking about it you know again that's one of the things that you kind of have to keep your ears and your eyes open well we've uh, been buzzing about it for like since we came on the show so i mean Right, so exactly. If if enough people are talking about it, then there must be something, right? Right. So that's why just every every few weeks I was bumping my order more and more and more just to make sure I had them all covered. Gil, what'd you get? So, um, <laughs> pretty excited here. I got my Kickstarter um, in from Snow White Zombie Apocalypse from Brenton Lingle. Yeah, we had him on the podcast like a while ago, back when it was like me and Seth. I want to say back in January, February, somewhere around there. That was a really good episode. Yeah, like it was was really interesting interview. Yeah, I'm. I told I've been in contact with them, so we're going to try to get them back on the podcast now that you know successfully funded. And all the uh, Kickstarter rewards have been shipped out. I'm pretty excited, man, because like uh, they did a reprinting of issue number one of Zombie Apocalypse, and that was like kind of limited. Um, it's one of the tiers that you could do is uh, issue one, issue two. So I went with that, and I got issue 27 out of 50 for issue number one, and then issue 27 out of 100 for issue number two. Uh, and what's pretty awesome in the back, where he does like a shout out because <clears throat> I did a shout-out tier uh, where they talk about who backed it. Um, it says Gil at the Geek Out show. I actually nice. just put it up on the Instagram, so I'm pretty fucking juiced about that. I'm like, oh, fuck, there it goes right there. It has it. Smart, so it dude. Says, uh, yeah, so it says Gil at the Geek Out show, and then I think, yeah, Seth Horton. They just said Seth Horton. That's a little funny. <laughs> it doesn't even say <laughs> Seth <laughs> It just said the word. Who's that? <laughs> yeah, and, it, and it's in alphabetical order, so you can find me there if you want. He sent a postcard. He signed both the books. Uh, you know, he wrote a little uh, personalized thank you thing inside there on the postcard. 
So, yeah, I'm pretty fucking juiced. And it says, you know, stay tuned for issue number three. Come to the Kickstarter. So I guess they're going to do that again. Another Kickstarter for issue number three. Uh, and then shout out to Jade. Jade hooked me up with Spawn 309, the uh, Gunslinger, the second printing. First printing had red, uh, a red Spawn logo. Second printing had green, like a lime green. So Did I got really that still one. need that? Yeah, I still needed it. I'm pretty sure there was I, one at one shop, bro. He didn't have one. Last I time. swear to God, I just saw on, one when I went hold, the other hold day. Hold on. Okay, so 309, the main cover was Gunslinger. For 310, I want to say, one of the variants had Gunslinger, but it was completely different. It wasn't the same. Oh. Because right now they're going through a story arc with Gunslinger, and that's why he's been on the covers. Which Literally. one was Ninja Spawn the variant for then? 310. Okay. Dude, yeah. I probably got all those variants too, honestly. Yeah, see, and then that's the other thing that you got to pay attention to. I don't think Ninja Spawn's in the comic just yet, but he's probably going to be the next one coming up since they have him on the covers. But yeah. Um, Is that what they've been so, doing? Yeah, so I stopped by Wands, but I didn't pick up my pools. I do have a couple comics that I do whoa, gotta pick whoa, up from him. Whoa, back up. You got pools now? You know, a couple he has set aside for me. I gotta hey, go keywords he didn't pick them up. <laughs> well,. I'll pick him up. I'll pick him up eventually. I'll pick him up eventually one day. So shout out to you for that book. And then also, because we're gonna we worked out a trade, you sent me that uh Walmart Venom twenty five. Nice. So I'm pretty fucking just about that stack that we got there. Um so once you know, I'll send you my half of the trade eventually. What were the other two comics in there? Because I never even I have not opened it up yet. Yes, that's what one was on mission for. I haven't opened it up yet because I need some bagging boards. So mm. <laughs> usually, well, you know, I know where you can get cover. those. <laughs> usually, it's a lenticular can... cover and like a random other issue. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure. I'll open it up, but I, I got to get some bags and boards from one some when I go. Second printing Daredevils. Probably. Uh, I'll p- I'll pick up some extra bags and boards from one when I go pick up some of my pulls. Well, the ones that I told them was Spawn 311, Last Ronin. So those two, I told them to set aside for me. Nice. Um, and then I'll pick those up and then probably like a couple out of the pull box. How complete is your Spawn run? Like, do you have like issues like way back in the past or not? Way back in the past, like one through, I want to say like a hundred is like probably complete. You have all those? Yeah. And, Dude, but oh. then after that is kind of spotty. Yeah, well. I don't blame me. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, let's go ahead. That's everybody, right? Well, for pickups. Actually, I'm sorry because you guys got me off on a tangent. So I actually didn't talk about any of the stuff I got from my normal comic book shop. Can I just run through those really quick? Is it, if it's going to be fast, yeah, go. I'll be really quick. I won't say shit about them. Okay, so I picked up two of the Fortnite covers from uh, Juan. By the way, I picked up the Venom Fortnite cover with the pinata, and I picked up the X Force cover with uh, Peely on the front and all of them jumping out of the bus from the air. Um, I picked up Exoswords Part 11 of 22. <laughs> picked up the Electric Presents Black Caravan. That was the first one of that. Picked up uh, Juggernaut Issue 1, the variant cover. It looks really fucking dope. I don't know who did it. Uh, Immortal Hulk, number 39, going strong. Savage Avengers, number 13, going strong. Batman 3 Jokers, book 3. Captain America, Cap Wolf, Cap Wolf in Uncivil War. Uh, I just randomly picked this up because it had Cap Wolf on the cover, and I love Cap Wolf, and you don't see him very often. Um, Spawn 311. Uh, I got the Bozeman cover. I got the normal cover, 
And I got uh, another cover with um, with a Gunslinger Spawn, Regular Spawn, and Medieval Spawn all on the cover. Do you know anything about that one, Gil? No? Okay. And then the last book. Sorry, I, picked... I muted myself. <laughs> but uh, no, that's kind of weird. Well, they're doing the Spawn verse, like I said, but it's weird because Medieval Spawn is dead. Technically, well, he's dead. I don't, I don't know Alsim if he's Medieval Spawn, per se, but he has like a big old pauldron, a shiny helmet. No, it's, a, it's supposed to be um, Medieval Spawn, and he came after Al Simmons, and uh, Al Simmons killed him. Okay, weird. So, so the, the armor is left. Like, Spawn took the armor. And I know that there's some shit going on with the Spawnverse that, you know, the different interpretations are being, I, I don't want to give too much away. You should read it. Just, just know that there's some interpretations of Spawn that are good, teaming up with Al Simmons, there, and there are some are evil. Well, you have like the classic Spawn here, and then you have Gunslinger and Medieval, so it looks like they might be teaming up, because they're all just hanging out together on a rooftop. Read but it. Anyway. Read it. I will. Um, and then the last thing I picked up was uh, Rise of the New God, DC's uh, Death Metal. And that was it. So big, big, not not too much comics this week. Comic news. Who's taking that? So I'm, re- uh, so I'm reading, I'm checking right now. So it's Venom issue number one. Um, or no, sorry, 25. It's Power of X, a fourth printing. And Guardians of the Galaxy issue number 10. What so book? What the first inside. book of Powers of X? Yeah, for issue number one of Powers of X, but it's a fourth printing. Yeah, and what was the last one? Sorry, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy issue number ten. It says, "Here's the lies, Rocket Raccoon, Guardian No More," which is weird. It's a tombstone, but it's Groot and Rocket Raccoon together. So I don't get that. What run is that from? Is that from like the, I uh, don't know. I might need that. So let me let send me a pic of that. A hundred dollars. Let's get into the news, boys. All right. So in comic book news, I guess I'll swing it. Uh, we have the really uh, big news of no bad sales for SEC 2021. Uh, the reason being is that most people who had badges for 2020 were offered the chance to hold on to the badge or refund. Most of those people chose to hold on to the badge. So um, there are going to be no golden tickets for people looking to pick up new badges. I'm sorry. Uh, was anybody here looking to go that didn't already have a badge? I was going to try and meet up with you guys, um, but it doesn't look like I'll be able to get a badge this year. So that's a bummer. But Never say never. Yeah, exactly. Um, I already got my All tickets. Right. Same thing as one. <laughs> All right. So nobody's really bummed about that except for Jade, who who seems to have made a, a, a reason to well, come. Well, yeah, because me, <laughs> me and one already got tickets. Um, let me see. Matt, do you got tickets or no? No, I haven't. I've never really decided to go all in on a Comic-Con yet. So no. I really want to go. Believe me, I want to meet up with all you guys and all the other people that um, travel from like, you know, all around the U.S. to come there. Uh, there's a lot of toy photographers I know that I would love to meet up with. Um, but yeah, it's just with everything going on. I mean, I had a trip planned to Hawaii. That would have been awesome. But, you know, just didn't happen. So I don't see. I don't know. We'll see if SEC 2021 even goes down. That was the other thing that people were talking about. It's not 100% sure because it all depends on where the country's at next year come July. A lot of shit could happen. So hopefully, we'll, you know, hopefully we get to have it. I mean, because I hope for you guys to say I'm really looking forward to it. It would be really hard for me to see them holding people's tickets over for two years and not just refunding them after the next year if it doesn't happen. That's a long time to hold on to somebody's money. You know what I mean? I'm cool with it. Y'all already got it. It's already like I already forgot about it. Just hold on to it. 
whenever the fuck they do it, just let me know so I could go. It's like, I obviously don't need it. I gave it to you. <laughs> just keep it. Yeah. I mean, if they don't do it next year, then probably same thing. I might plan a trip with the family. But I'm really looking forward to San Diego Comic-Con next year. Honestly, even if I don't get tickets to it and it does happen, I would probably just drive down there and like spend the spend the night at my dad's in Long Beach and then drive down there and meet up with you guys or something. I mean, there's so much to do outside of Comic-Con that you don't even need to step foot inside the convention center. Honestly, that's what I've heard, and I've heard the con like in the past few years has become like basically uh, if you're trying to get stuff, it's really a pain in the ass. But like if you're just there to enjoy it, that's one thing, you know. If and you don't I like know to how get to things. work it, you will fail. Well, yeah, and I can't keep up with you, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you can't hang, if you can't hang with hunting, you're not going to fail. If you can't, if you can't hang out at Target. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, okay, so in other news, we got um, U.S. Agent four issue miniseries coming this November. I'm looking forward to hit shelves Wednesday, November fourth. Uh, U.S. Agent, anybody stoked about that? I I could care too less about. Actually, that. P- actually, part of that news. Um, thank you for bringing up. Part of that news is actually he's going to be losing the title of U.S. Agent as well, and they haven't revealed yet exactly what he's going to be called. Um, that's going to be going on in the series. But you know how he took up the mantle of Captain America for a little while. and then, That's what I was thinking. Then it was U.S. agent. They said that he's going to be losing that title as well. So not sure w- what exactly they're going to call him, but he's definitely going to you know, make a comeback. What I see happening is I see this playing in with the Falcon Winter Soldier um, Disney Plus series. Ooh, possibly. And I see him gaining the mantle of Captain America in the comics to match up with it in the series. But... Since the series ain't coming out for a while, I don't know about this. They might swing it a different way. We will have to see. In other Spawn news, uh, issue 312, which will be the next issue hitting shelves, it will be a cover that pays homage to The Amazing Spider-Man 700. Do you know uh, exactly what cover that is, uh, Matt, or no? Uh, I haven't had a chance to look it up, but um, I'm guessing it's probably similar to the 300. (laughs) <laughs> no, the 700 is actually where he's web-slinging over like the New York skyline and pretty much everybody who's worked on like the amazing the amazing uh Superman, the amazing Spider-Man title uh names are like going along the buildings. So you have like Stanley, Todd McFarlane, Steve Ditko, fucking just, you know, John Romita, just uh, uh, all the names. So just like how that was done for Spider-Man, they're doing that for Spawn. So we got Capullo Todd McFarlane, uh, Angel Medina, you know, just, just anybody, Wait, everybody. You said the cover was him swing. Okay, I see that cover because I also saw the other cover of the eye. No, no, it's not. It's not the that. eye made up of all the different Spider Mans, the Venoms, and stuff. One thing though, that's um, a dope cover too, though. So one thing though is that there's no mention of Neil Gaiman because there was a court case between Neil Gaiman and and uh, what Todd McFarlane. Yeah. So obviously that's why I'm not a hundred percent sure. I don't remember one. Would you know? Probably some characters dispute or something. I'm guessing possibly like creator creator dispute type of thing. Kind of like what happened with Stanley and Kirby and all those dudes. Yeah. Probably some shit like that. The way Bill Finger never gets credit and Bob in the cane dude gets all the credit. I don't know. I wish I wish Juan would chime in, but <laughs> let's move on to the spec deck so he'll have to chime in. Oh, I, I sorry, my mic was <laughs> off. And, uh, Jeez, this motherfucker talking of, to himself. It, it, well, I'm used to it. 
it was all because of Angela and Medieval Spawn because Neil Gaiman created those and he wanted uh, credit for those characters. Ah, shit. Okay. And then I think the the uh, the court case ended where since it was Spawn, McFarlane gets Medieval Spawn and Neil Gaiman got Angela and that's why Angela is now Marvel. Neil Gaiman rides with Marvel? I thought he was a DC guy. Nah, because uh, Marvel promised him to do Miracle Man. Wait, what? Yeah, Marvel has the rights for Miracle Man. Isn't that a DC comic, though? You're thinking Mr. Miracle. Oh, I am. You're right. Okay. <laughs> Miracle Man's the white Oh, my God. I was, like, outfit. shitting myself for a second there. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Everything's flipping on its head. Wong's ruining my world. <laughs> Matt's over here mind blown. I know, so, dude. <laughs> so Marvel gave him, like, free reign to do that character whenever he wants. And in exchange, Marvel got Angela. I was wondering because Angela was going back and forth for a while there. I remember uh, McFarland was able to, was not able to produce figures of her anymore after a certain period, and then I was like, then all of a sudden they produced a Hasbro figure of her, and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> this is weird. Yeah, because she's a Marvel character now. She's uh, Thor's sister. And then Al Simmons, who was McFarland's best friend in real life, sued him over the name Al Simmons. Oh my god! <laughs> so he, he's McFarlane, just ripping oh, off everybody he knows. Getting sued for. Oh, we better stop talking crap about Todd. Well, that's why they killed Al Simmons for a while, then Spawn was a white guy, right? Yeah, what was his name, Gil? I just got sued by Uh, Todd McFarlane for talking about this. Because when you brought that up, I had no idea what you were talking about. (laughs) You threw my mind out. Fucking dude. All right, so what's on the spec dick one? (laughs) Run it it down. Stop trashing McFarlane. Hashtag TGOS spec deck. Nothing at all. There's no spec deck this week at all. All right. So since we, uh, I'm assuming everybody watched The Mandalorian already. Yes, sir. Not, we'll get you. into it. What's if that? Then fuck you. Oh, oh God, I'm, I'm 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 exiting this conversation. I haven't watched it yet. You haven't really? Are you fucking yeah. kidding me, Matt? Get Matt off the show right now. I'm on vacation. Right, I'm doing things that I like to do. Okay. <laughs> so you don't like doing the Mandalorian? <laughs> it's right, like bye, Matt. it's on the bottom. Bye, Matt. Juan, go ahead with the spec deck. Bye, Matt. All right. Bye. So we got two books on the spec deck dealing with uh, the Mandalorian. Obviously, if you've seen the episode at the end, we have a cameo shot, you know. And we get a light tease, you know, halfway through the show. We get that, Rex. Oh, my God. What's that? I said we get Rex. We get Rex. He yeah, also, Captain Rex. Those people that, that it's Captain Rex and not No, Rex. I'm just fucking around. I'm fucking around. <laughs> I will punch you in the dick. <laughs> so, you know, halfway through the episode, we get Boba Fett's armor back. No Boba Fett, just his armor. But then at the end of the episode, like a little light feathering tease, we see a certain face that we all recognize. And obviously it's Boba Fett. So now we have to learn why he lost the armor, how he lost the armor, and blah, blah, blah. But his first appearance is obviously taking a nice, you know, growth in the aftermarket. So there's always been uh, a debate of what Boba Fett's first appearance truly is. Because in the UK, there was a comic adaptation for Empire Strikes Back that came out before... um, the Star Wars 42 issue in the U.S. So there's always been a debate of which one's truly his first appearance. But 
for this sake, we're saying that Star Wars 42 is Boba Fett's first U.S. comic appearance. And that book has started spiking ever since the debut. Well, it was spiking before when there was rumors that, you know, Boba Fett was going to make a cameo. But now that uh, his armor is fully out there and, you know, the cameo that we got at the end, it's uh, definitely taking a spike. And right now it's hitting as high as 180, which is pretty decent price uh, for a raw book. The other book that also started uh, spiking is Star Wars 81. And the significance of this book is it's the first solo non-movie tie-in storyline for Boba Fett. And this in this issue, you find out how Boba Fett, Boba Fett actually gets out of the Sarlacc pit. So this book, um, of course, is piquing interest because are they going to stick to what was written in this book? Or are they going to go their own way about how he got out of the Sarlacc pit? But can I be speculating? What's that? Can I give you my theory on that real quick? Sure. I think I think it's something we won't even see in the show, The Mandalorian. I think that you will get a retelling of that story somewhere in the comic books, um, maybe a novelization, something like that. And they have been drawing really heavily on, on legends and things of that nature. So mm-hmm. don't be surprised if this book is referenced very heavily. Okay. So that just adds to the speculation then. Next up, we were talking about the last Ronin earlier and how uh, whoever the Ninja Turtle is, Mikey, Leo, Raph, Venus de Milo, whoever the last Ronin is, we've got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Adventures. It's the first appearance of all four turtles, but with their individual colored bandanas. So this book in the last couple of weeks has started spiking really hard too, hitting as high as $400. Uh, on the secondary market. So this one's definitely a a throwback. Uh, if you guys remember this book, if I remember correctly, it was Archie Comics that put it out? Don't remember. For you guys that went to the comic books this week, no, but I don't think any of you picked up Batgirl 50, did you? No? I actually picked no. one up for Seth. Did you? Because I remember, I think I told you guys on Tuesday about this book. It's the first appearance of Ryan uh, Wilder, which is the girl that's taken over for uh, God, what's her face on the TV show Batwoman? It, it's also uh, well, it was the on the spec deck last week. Was it yeah. on the spec deck? But it, I think it was just kind of unconfirmed rumor, right? Right. I don't remember what I said last week. Matt, well, Matt Matt put it on the notes last week. Did he? So it's confirmed. This is her first appearance. Yeah, so... it was speculated a while ago. I was wondering about that up. Okay. So this one, I know I sold out of it right away, going as high as 20 bucks on the secondary market now. So it might be a, a good book to pick up before the next season of Batwoman starts. I'm going to check my comic book store tomorrow, but I, I totally forgot. Like, uh, Batgirl just flies off my radar, honestly. Like, it's not even something I look towards. Quite before. honestly, it's not a book that sells very well. That's if it's something I can pick up ending. and flip, then I'll do it. <laughs> that's why it's a book that's ending. <laughs> there you go. That's why the uh, show's ending. not because it's a woman what else is on the spec deck come on um have you guys ever heard of have you guys heard of the book uh the strange talent of luther strode it's an image book that came out a few years ago i I feel like i have heard of it but it's been a while give us a refresher i want to say it was like about 2011 father of laurie strode father of laurie strode 
from Halloween. How about you don't stuff yeah. your don't stuff yeah, your mouth Jimmy while you're talking? Timmy Lee Curtis's uh, dad has a comic book. It was about if anybody remembers back in the old comics, there was like those uh, those advertisements for like muscle men and you know how to get bigger, blah blah blah. And the story, I think, went something like people that actually answered that. It was like a talent search for, like, superheroes or something like that. Or people with powers or something like that. Well, Justin Jordan, who is the writer of that book, this book for a while has been on and off in talks for, like, movies and TV shows. But nothing's really come uh, come about it. But lately, with, like, the success of The Witcher and all that, this is coming back up in talks and Justin Jordan this week tweeted about he's working on a script. Uh, the other, the other thing about this book is it's got a very low CGC uh, census for this book of graded books. I think the last time I checked, there was only like maybe a dozen, dozen and a half books that were graded because this book came out and I hate to say in an era where speculation wasn't a thing, when a lot of these indie books and even Image was still kind of considered an indie book, went under the radar and people weren't picking wonder number ones and getting them graded right away in hopes to, you know, hit the lottery. So this book is kind of underappreciated. Um, and even with all the talks, like I said, the last couple of years of them doing a TV show or something like that, it's still kind of flown under the radar. You could still usually find a copy of number one for under 40 bucks if you look in the right places and you're a a little patient. Next is, I'm sure you guys have played the the God of War games, have you? I've never played any of them. I I love the games. You do? I played them as well. They're fun. Did you guys ever pick up any of the comics? No? None of you picked up the comics? No, I Um, wanted to get them from you, but I forgot to ever get them and i forgot to backtrack yeah just the figures well this book i believe was it i don't know when it was a wild storm book so this came out a while ago um it was a few years ago was it Uh, yeah i asked you if you were gonna get them you said you were but i don't ever remember seeing them so i don't know i never asked i never asked you to put them on my poll list either back when i was doing the weekly poll so that's kind of my bad too i don't even remember if i got these or not I'll have to check my my dump boxes where I just put stuff that. Doesn't no, fuck that! Up. I'm gonna go right now. No, it's fine. <laughs> so so there's talks for of God of War, uh, you know, a show based on Kratos coming to Netflix. So his first appearance, God of War number one by Wildstorm, has been spiking lately, and it's going as high as thirty bucks on the secondary market. So I think I'm gonna have to go buy one, bro. Yeah, pick one up just in case right before the Netflix show comes out. This story, man, I've been saying since God of War number one came out back like during PS2, I think. Maybe even PS3. Like the story is so fucking good and it should be like a movie or a show or something. So I'm pretty excited to hear this. I don't know. I'm just excited with this. So my bad. My bad for interrupting. I already have a pick. I already have a pick for an actor. If you guys know who uh, Braun Strowman is from WWE. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Look up. Look up his costume from Halloween yesterday. He looks dead. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was Kratos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Hell yeah. (laughs) So I I think he, he definitely has the look. 
now whether he could act out of a paper bag. I don't know. Nah, he's a wrestler, so he can't. Hey. <laughs> the Rock is amazing. I knew that'd piss you off. <laughs> the Rock is like the number one grossing actor of all time. Yeah, that don't make but him a good actor, though. Exactly. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, hold, hold on, real quick. Juan, who's the, who's the wrestler? Wasn't it Gaspard or something like that? The guy who washed up um, dead, saving his son or something like that out in the ocean? Yeah, Chad. So they used him as the most recent like body as scan. As a body double. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I mean, he could, you know, potentially. I mean, but he's dead now. Oh, what, but the new he's Kratos? Dead. I mean, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> but I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, if he wasn't dead, wouldn't that be ideally somebody to go with? Since so like, you're saying, if we're going back in the future, no. before he dies and make the show, who would be I'm the young saying, Kratos though? Because. Uh, no, I'm just saying because, like, ideally it could have been him because... Sorry, who who did you say again? Bra- is it Braun? Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman, Isn't yeah. he a little bit too big to be him? He's pretty uh, fucking know. massive. Yeah. Because Kratos, like a I don't think, isn't that big. That burly. I mean, he would have to, like, cut, like, a lot. Yeah, he would have to cut a little bit because he's, he's a beefcake. He's a big dude. Yeah. Mm. He, yeah, he's a little bit know. too big. I think it would be it would be hard more. to find dudes that could match up against him too. <laughs> like, but Kratos is supposed to be like a normal sized dude compared to some of these guys. Uh, just to wrap it up, there's like two books left. You know, I'm sure we're gonna hit this topic later on, but the whole buzz about uh, Oscar Isaac being casted as Moon Knight. This episode brought to you by Squatty Potty. <laughs> that wasn't his fault, okay? <laughs> that was the director. <laughs> Well, anyways, uh, because of that buzz, uh, Moon Knight number one and Werewolf by Night, the first appearance of Moon Knight, have both started uh, getting a lot of buzz behind it uh, with uh, the rumors of Oscar Isaac were praising him in, uh, I think it's a Disney Plus show, right? So that one's coming up. And then lastly, there are rumors that the HBO Max Justice League Dark uh, show is going to revolve mostly around Constantine. So Swamp Thing 37, the first appearance of John Constantine Hellblazer, is another book that this week has uh, started getting some heat behind it. So even though it's a pricey book, it's going as high as 330 on the secondary market. Um, this is definitely a book that you should pick up because everybody loves Constantine, even though I've never really cared for him. But apparently a lot of people like him. So if this show does well, I'm sure this book is just going to blow up even more. So that's it for the spec deck this week. All right, let's go ahead and get into collectibles pickups. Let me see. Jade, what do you got? Man, Star Wars heavy week for me. I got the Black Series Camino Clone Trooper on the new Clone Trooper body. Really stoked with that. I probably I paid a little over retail on Mercari, but that thing's been pretty dry. Shout out to Trendosian Creations. He hooked me up with the Credit Collection Target exclusive card, dude. Great figure. Card came mint. I'm really happy with that one. If you remember a while back, I said that was probably the only one I really wanted. So I was happy to get that. Um, went to the Hive. He had a vintage collection figure come in. Dalte Dauphine from the Phantom Menace, number 82. So got it for cheap, just filling some holes in the uh, vintage collection. 
Um, you guys have heard about my Hasbro Pulse mishaps lately, so I thought I was going to have to wait for this Luke and two Stormtroopers, the replacements. Uh, I've already got them, so they sent them out within like two days of me filing that complaint, even though they're sold out on the website, so I thought that was kind of weird. But uh, I did get those. I also got uh, some shipping crates from Marvelous Nick. I, I got seven of them, so those came in. I'm looking forward to shooting those. But that's it, man. Kind of light. Like I said, all Star Wars, but uh, pumped to get it. What about you, Gil? What'd you get? I got a few things in. Let me see. So for My Hero Academia, I got a few figures in. I got the Todd McFarlane, or sorry, <laughs> Todd McFarlane, the McFarlane, uh, my killer, or Killer Stain. Yeah, the Hero Killer Stain. It's okay from like the waist up. I just feel from like the waist down, it's way too chunky. The boots are massive as hell, man. I'm just... I bet you've heard not, that before. Yeah, 100%, man. <laughs> I'm just not really into this figure, man. I don't like the design that they... went. I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping Revel Tech will take a crack at it next. Either that or I'm going to definitely have to do a custom of this guy. Like, it just... It's not working. It, it kind of sucks. It looks nice. It just... The articulation doesn't work right. And then keeping on the My Hero Academia train, I got the Figma Todoroki and Figma um, Kirishima in. Both these figures, really nice. Uh, better articulation than the Deku and the Bakugo. They improved on their articulation, which I'm just like, yo, Figma, why the fuck couldn't you guys step it up with Deku and Bakugo? And then you're stepping it up now. Now that, you know, you guys finally got competition, then you finally got your heads out of your asses? I don't know, but I guess better late than never. Then shout out to uh, Trojan Collectibles, Alberto. He sent me some figures. Uh, what was it? The red Optimus and then the red uh, Megatron. And then Jade, you also sent me the red Soundwave, so I got already a complete set of uh, Wave 1. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I'm, I'm good to go. Uh, with wave one that's complete. what do you think about those dude they're fun they're really fun uh the standouts for me are actually uh megatron and uh Soundwave. optimus is he's cool but i would actually put him as uh the bottom of the barrel megatron actually got some really nice ab crunch articulation i was like what the fuck why couldn't they implement that with Soundwave and uh optimus like I think Megatron is a standout for me. I would put him best one out of the wave, to be honest. It's a really cool figure. Um, I got my second, uh, what's it called? Spider-Man 2099 Hot Toy. I got that one in, my second one. Uh, I think that's about it. I don't know. I feel like I'm missing shit, but I think that's it, man. What about you, Juan? What else? What did you get? Uh, I got in my first Spider-Man 2099 fucking baller over there already on his second one i got my, <laughs> my first bad. one in i got my first one in this week actually i think i got it in on friday other than that ballers you're in. getting multiples in and i only have one <laughs> <laughs> other than that i don't think i got it I, I oh so liz is probably gonna do an unboxing on on her uh on her uh fucking, what is that uh, tiktok later so on what's the name Instagram. of that it's Liz's boys' toys, I think. I don't know. I don't think she's come up with a concrete hundred percent name yet. I, I, still not. I, I like. I well, like Liz's right boys' now, toys. Well, right Let's now, just go you with can Liz's find boys her. Toys. 
right now you can find her under Lizzie R four one six on TikTok. There if you, you want right. to follow her, I, so go ahead and follow her now. I'm following her, so you're gonna look up Lizzie L I Z Z Y R four one six. There you go. Hit up the TikTok if you got that. I don't watch TikTok, so sorry, but well, uh, I'll try to get my lady to IG do it. Too. Oh, she has IG too. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And that's Betty four one six. I'll watch it that if you I make a guest that. appearance, Juan. Uh, probably, maybe you'll hear my <laughs> voice or something. I got a set of WWE cards, um, a pack. Uh, well, it's a case. It's like nine packs, but you're guaranteed like seven autograph cards or something like that. So I picked that up for myself just to see what I get um, from that. And that's you saved the bubble it. gum for me, right? Uh, slightly used. Okay. But yes. I'll lick the flavor, the sugar off of it. The white soften powder. it up for me. That shit's hard as shit anyway. So if you soften <laughs> it up, I'll be good to go. Um, but that's, I think that's pretty much all I got. Oh, hold on. <laughs> I, I did. I, sorry, I forgot that I also got the McFarland laughing uh, Superman and then also the Robin. The Robin I would have really forgot nice too. McFarlane <laughs> laughing Superman. Oh, that's fucked up. Was it? The Is Superman the that laughs. Bizarro Superman? Superman, or is it the laughing Superman? The, the Superman that laughs. That he's been infected. Is he the uh, one with the dark eyes and everything? Yeah. Okay. The Robin is the standout from that line. It's a really nice figure. Like, which one laughing. did you get? Laughing? Open face? Oh, yeah, because it's the one of the three. It's just smiling. Okay. Yeah, it's just smiling. Also, what about you, Matt? What did you get? Are you going to try getting the other two? Yes, definitely. Okay. Let me tell you, I was trying like a son of a bitch to get a Storm, uh, or not a Storm, a Spawn McFarlane, that McFarlane uh, Mortal Kombat 11 Spawn, the bloody one. But these motherfuckers were trying to trade like, they were trying to sell this motherfucker for like 40 bucks. I was like, nah, I'm good. You should have told me you were looking. I found one on Friday. Uh, I should have said, I, didn't well, pick, I, I really I didn't want the original one because I held one at, uh, I messed around with one at one store. So after playing with that original one, I really want the original one. Uh, the reason I didn't buy too many comics from Juan is because I picked up uh, Gogeta from Juan. And I picked up the um, Mighty Morphin Black Ranger without the um, armored shield. So the newest release of the uh, Black Ranger. So that was cool. So I filled a gap in my Mighty Morphin collection. And I filled a gap in my uh, DBZ collection. Also, today, when I was at the toy show, uh, I made a couple trades. Uh, one dude wanted uh, three Gundam figures. And uh, Figma, uh, Metal Gear Solid Soldier, and so I told him I would sell them to him for sixty bucks, which is really undercutting the uh, value on those toys. But the dude wanted a trade, so I went over to his table, and all he had was a bunch of like older, Mar- uh, a bunch of Marvel Legends that I already own and stuff. So I I pulled out the Craven and Black Spider-Man two pack, and I pulled out that Back in Black Deadpool, and the dude tried saying he's like, well, you know, this uh. This two pack goes for like sixty by itself, and I was like, "He's all you said you do sixty for the figures." I was like, "Sixty cash, bro." I was like, "We're trading now." I was like, "He was like, give me the, give me the, give me the back of Black Deadpool and My give me man. that." Back. You got, yeah, you got to lay yeah. it down like that. Yep. So yeah, so I was standing, I was standing pretty firm on my shit, dude, because I was one of the dudes selling my figures for the cheapest. There, there was dudes trying to sell Marvel Legends. Like one dude was trying to sell the Apocalypse Wave Wolverine. For 70 bucks. I sold that figure for like 15 bucks. Like, dudes were trying to fucking scalp out there hard. But um, during the week, I did an unboxing with Uncanny Assassin on the Geek Out Show Live. Marvel Legends Punisher with a bike. Uh, Mythic Legions Crusader. 
uh, Mythic Legion's orc female build a uh, build a legion or builder, whatever the hell you want to call them, legion builder. Um, one silver knight legion builder and one female vampire legion builder. Uh, we also got in um, the Figma Todoroki and the Figma Kirishima. Unfortunately, I do not like the Kirishima at all. If you watch the live, he was falling apart on me, like, really bad. <laughs> like, it was ridiculous. Uh, I really like the Todoroki. What do you though. mean he was falling apart? Watch the live, bro. His legs were falling off. You didn't post it on the Giga show. Yeah, bitch. I was going to ask you. I don't think like, you what ever the posted fuck? it. It is, dude. It's on the IG live. It's in the IG live. Everything goes to the second tab now. Oh, he put it you, directly you, on IGTV. Oh, you didn't show the preview? You didn't post the preview? I, I don't know. I guess not. You have to go to IG you tab. Suck. You suck. I don't know, man. The IGTV switched up now. It doesn't give me any options. It just says end video, and it's like, and then I have to create details for it. All right. No problem. I'll take yeah, I don't know. I'll try, I'll try something different next time. Anyways, uh, yeah, that was all for pickups, I think. I was kind of disappointed with that Kirishima, though, I got to say. What about uh, you, Gil? We we all we, I already talked. I'm the one who passed it to you to begin uh, with. This motherfucker. Right, we all got some toys. So let's go week. ahead and get into collectible <laughs> news. Okay. Matt not paying attention as per usual. All right, I'm glad that nothing changes in the two weeks. Hey, all right, <laughs> so let me let me go ahead and lead this off with our first Mando Monday. You guys cool go with that? Yeah. How about you lead it off with all the Star Wars shit and get that out of the way? So last week, well, it's all Mando Monday. Uh, last week, we had our first Mando Monday before the premiere of uh, Chapter 9, The Marshal. And uh, we got quite a bit of stuff. So other than like <laughs> Baby Yoda pots and pans and Mandalorian coffee cups and stuff, we got a revisit to the retro collection. So for those of you who are not familiar with that... That's the five POA figures that are Kenner-inspired. Uh, we got, obviously, the Mandalorian, the Child, IG-11, Cara Dune, Quill, uh, <clears throat> Grief Karga, and uh, Moff Gideon. So these seem to be available everywhere. They're still up for pre-order, which I'm glad because the first two series were exclusive to Walmart and Target, respectively. Did you guys see these? Are these for y'all? I know Seth. This is more up Seth's alley, but this is a pass for me, bro. Jade, you already know my answer. Stop asking. I might pick up the Mandalorian. Well, I picked up a handful of Mandalorians. Of course um, you did. <laughs> yeah. So it's the only thing you collect. Ma- yeah. Going on with Mando Monday, we got some vintage collection figures: Moff Gideon and the Armorer. This is the first. Hasbro figure of Moff Gideon, so they both sold out pretty much everywhere. These will be kind of hard to get, I think. We got the GameStop exclusive Mando Jetpack Pop. Don't think anybody cares about that. Um, the hottest thing... Except for everybody the, in the Manteca area, because they yeah, all want pops. Maybe the hottest thing, um, or just the quickest selling thing, was the target exclusive mando build-up pack this is the mandalorian with the unmasked helmet the he's got best scar tracking fob the child and then all the accessories that he already came with uh, i did a little digging in this so is that the one with the sloth head sculpt yeah uh with it's got a really smushed 
uh, Mr. Potato Head did Jaren Head. It face. looks like somebody sculpted it and then dropped it while it was still soft. And then was it's like, one, well, it's one of those things like it. it's like if someone tried to sculpt Pedro Pascal from memory of someone else telling him them about it. <laughs> that's what it looks like. I did a little digging. They only released 3000 on the first uh, on the Mando Monday. So don't overpay for this. You will see this in store everywhere. The Mandalorian is too big for this not to be everywhere. You'll even nice. see it on Target again. So repeat that one more time. Do not pay more for the build-up Mando because they will re-release it. Yeah, they only released about 3000 for the Mando Monday. Very much. So real quick, did anybody get it? I mean, well, Matt doesn't count, but Juan, did you get one? Jade, did you get one or no? I was unable to get one. I okay. didn't. Me as well. I tried to get one. I had one in my cart. You know, I was going through the checkout process. By the time that I hit confirm, it got pulled out of my uh, my cart. I hit confirm Same and I thought I had bullshit. it. Yeah, I, I hit confirm. I thought I had it because, you know, it, it showed in there. I was already done. It only took me seconds, man. Less than a minute and the shit was sold out. That's fucked. And so. uh, when I put up the poll on the IG, um, on, on on the um, Gikasho IG, probably about 30 people answered. They all put no, that none of them got it. So, like I said, man, sold out in less than a minute. Um, yeah, and like I said, don't fret. You'll get these. Trust me, you'll get these. Um, and something that I, uh, an exclusive I did, was able to secure was the Biker Scout with the Baby Yoda from Amazon. That's actually still up. You can get that right now, forty nine ninety nine. Did any of y'all get this? I did not, because this isn't something I need. I'm, I'm good. I'll pass. I'll wait till a sale. Yeah, those Biker Scouts tend to end up on clearance, because... Uh... I remember paying full price for the original one and then finding them for so cheap later on. I was pissed. Yeah, I actually got the original ones. And now ones they go for like, for like 80 for 100, though. Yeah, really? I got the original ones from like 15 bucks at GameStop. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'll wait, I'll wait to get them like around that price on Amazon when they go on sale. That's Maybe how a lot 25. of shit happens, though. Like nobody wants it when it first released. Then when it price drops, everybody buys it up. And then all of a sudden, no one can find it. it shoots so it up shoots up again. Yep. Yeah, it's stupid. Just, uh, you know, maybe a little toy spec deck here. Everything Mandalorian is going to be hot moving forward for the next eight <laughs> that is That is true. That is unless true. That is unless they crap the true. bed somewhere in season two, that would be the only way that will not that, be hot. After that first hey, episode, hey, hey, I don't think it's possible. Hey, I'm just yeah, saying, that's right, the only exactly. way it won't be hot. You really got to shit the bed for it not to be hot anymore. Uh, sticking with that, with Mando Monday, we got the updated HasLab project that ends in about nine days it is the razor crest fully painted and we also got the announcement of two more tiers tier four you're gonna get a cool little flight stand at fifteen thousand backers which i think was another cop out i think this was always included the reason i say that is because if you look at the picture of the stand it has the unpainted prototype mounted inside of it <laughs> um tier five is going to be an exclusive vintage collection jawa with the egg um, they did kind of lead into they will release a general Jawa, but it will not come with the egg. So um, that's a 17K, which I think we're pretty close to those tiers. We're probably going to hit them. It's the last push. I have a feeling, um, and y'all can mark this down, on November 9th, when the week afterward is going to be the episode where the Razor Crest is no more. 
And I think they're doing that strategically. The sad thing for you guys is the fact that they were able to sell you guys on the Razor Crest so hard that they didn't even have to show you it painted till after they oversold that shit three tiers. Yep. And I'm here for it. <laughs> but didn't they do that with Unicron too? Probably. Yeah. I yeah, I think so. They also had to push the Unicron just to make it sell. I'm just saying. I just think that you like shitting on Star Wars. I do. That's for sure. <laughs> Um, so that's the Mando Monday. Uh, we record on Sunday, so by the time you hear this, the second Mando Monday ha- will have already been announced, and uh, we're in for some doozies tomorrow. What do you, anything all right? So, what expecting? other news do we have? Oh, sorry, anything you're expecting to see revealed tomorrow? Uh, yeah, so I and kind of a figure spec deck thing here, people are. Paying about eighty to ninety-five dollars for the Tuscan Raider, I can almost guarantee we will get a Black Series Tuscan Raider re-release. Oh, for sure! And we will get a deluxe Cobb Vanth. Oh, yep. Hopefully, the Tuscan Raiders will come with some really coarse sand. Hopefully, it'll come with that like egg, pearl, whatever pearl. fucking thing that they found. Yeah. God, that was with some sign language hands. Such a good episode. Um, that's all I have for Mando Monday and Star Wars news in general. So, Matt, take it away. I will take over, and let's uh, talk about Legion's Con. Um, also, it's going by a couple different names. Um, I'll just read the email that I received. Uh, but we'll talk about it a little bit. Uh, registration for Legion's Con 2 is now open as of... Uh, I don't know. I have a date on this email for some reason. Um, if you're a Mythic Legions fan, uh, otherwise known as a Legionnaire, I guess that's what we call ourselves, uh, or even just wondering what all the excitement's about, then this live virtual online convention is exactly what you need. Check out Legion's Con website for full schedule of events and a list of the guests who will be part of this amazing day. Okay, I'm not going to read this whole thing, actually. Um, the Legion's Con details are the date will be set Saturday, November 14th, so that's about two weeks, roughly from when uh today um, the time will be from 9 a.m in the morning till 5 p.m at night eastern time and you can register at www.legionscon.com um, basically the registration is six bucks gets you full access to all the breakout rooms and live panel discussions as well as it gets you entered into a couple uh, raffle giveaways basically this thing is going to be hosted by some of the people from the my wife is going to kill me podcast um, Steve, Steve, uh, Travis, and Pete will all be doing their own thing, as well as some of the guys from uh, Wolf King Customs will be a part of this. I'm not exactly sure what all this will entail. They haven't really re- uh, revealed everything, but they're doing $6 registration. This is all going to be pretty much online, I'm pretty sure. So, I mean, what do you guys think about this? I, I don't know what to think about it, honestly. I don't know what they're going to be really showing off or anything, so... I don't know how far your six bucks is going to go, but if you're looking at getting it uh, ahead on a pre-order for certain things, maybe it's the way to go. I don't think any of you guys really care about Mythic Legions, right? No, but I know how fast they sell out, and I think this is probably I think kind of making up for either sales or just eyes or or whatever. I think an admission ticket is kind of a cool idea. Uh, six dollars seems a little steep to me, um, but. <laughs> If it was like Hasbro, you know, Hasbro PulseCon, you had to pay five bucks to pre-order early. I, b- I imagine a lot of people would do something similar to that. I know the Mythic Collection or the Myth- Mythic Legions collectors, six bucks is 
just enough to get these pre-orders in and, and take a look at stuff early. Uh, yeah, the other name for it is G-Con. So um, look up either of those two and you'll find out details for the event. And like I said, uh, the guys hosting it will be most of the people from the My Wife is Going to Kill Me podcast and people from Wolf King's Customs and I think some people from My Action Figure Customs. So uh, if you're into any of that stuff, give it a, give it a look. Uh, VC Toys will be releasing one uh, twelfth scale Wait, Death real, Knight. Real, real quick, real quick, Matt. I want to give a special shout out to Detour Customs. That's uh, D is in David Tour underscore Customs on IG. He's going to be having some uh, stuff for the. G- is it G Con? You said. Yeah, G Con or Legions Con too. Legions Con, yeah. So he's he's printing up some swords, maces, axes, shields. All that good stuff. He's a cool dude that I talked to on the on the regular. He also has some uh, effects that you put on the swords to make them look like they're in motion. Uh, he has them in a bunch of different colors. So special shout out to to him. He's cool as fuck, man. I've actually seen some of Detour's work. I wanted to pick up some of his stuff. Uh, I think he has a little uh, more reasonable prices than some of the canopy. Oh, stuff. big time, man. But go uh, ahead, my bad. Yeah, no, no, that's awesome. I didn't even know he was going to be part of that. There's going to be a lot of uh, custom people a part of it. I don't know how much of a connection... I know Four Horsemen will have a connection to it. They're going to be part of the panels and everything, but I don't know if they're going to be putting out any exclusive figures or anything. That's the only thing. Even um, if they just put out a, an exclusive accessory or something, I think or some head a, cast or something. Yeah, but you I know, think it's a it's cool for them to embrace the the custom the customizer community uh, because and, it keeps their figures fresh. I was going to say Mythic Legions. Uh, they lean heavily on the customizing community. Uh, they really try to make sure that people know about the different outlets to get the different heads and different pieces because um, they don't only like my action figure customs and Wolf King customs. They don't only make head sculpts. They make like body pieces, armor pieces, you know, swords and things like that. You said um, they make a lot of different stuff for mythic and they're all based around mythic legions. So if you need anything to like buff up your mythic legions, that's the place to go. Uh, I know. And I know there's a little bit of beef between the two companies. There was a little while ago. I don't know if it's still going on, but I mean, they're both great companies. So buy from whichever one you feel comfortable with. Let's move on to VC Toys. Uh, they're doing a Death Knight, a 112 scale Death Knight. Uh, this figure looks like some kind of custom designed Batman. Anybody have any insight into this other than you know what it looks like? It looks so awesome. I don't have too much it's insight. All in. For... Oh, go ahead. Go for it. Oh, I was gonna say it's up for pre-order right now at um, Empire Toy Shop or at Toy Fiend. Shout out to them. Um, yeah, looks like a devil armored. Batman Beyond kind of thing. Exactly. It's pretty crazy looking. How much does this thing go for? Because on their site it says twenty to ninety five dollars. Well, twenty is the pre order. Oh, the you put down twenty okay. bucks, or you could I buy see. it outright for ninety bucks. So it isn't twenty two ninety five. It's twenty bucks to secure your pre order, and then you could you know pay the um, remaining balance once it's ready to ship, or you pay outright ninety five bucks. That's yeah. a little mm-hmm. pricey. Um, mm, th- I mean, that's the going rate for most, you know. Yeah, but I don't. I, don't I've, I have never bought anything from this company, personally. Um, I know they put out a few different toys. Uh, this reminds me of Nightmare from Soul Calibur. I guess anybody I can ever see play that. that game? That sword, at least, you know. Yeah, I guess I can see that. Yeah. Uh, anybody want to pick this up? Any interest I'm in copping. this? I'm you are. It. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to let me know how the articulation is because it looks like it's going to be a I'll little do it. limited. I'll do a review. There you go. I'll I'm sure people review. will be down I to see one. that. I actually did one.
I forgot about that. I did a review this week on Todoroki. Nice. Yeah, actually, I saw. I thought that wasn't your figure at first when you said you were talking about it. And you're like, oh, it's not my figure, or something like that. Hmm. I could have sworn. Maybe it was somebody else talking about yours. Maybe review. somebody else. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, I think. Uh, oh, there is some other news actually. Jay Jonah Jameson on Retro Card was revealed. That is ugly to me, but it's cool for those that want about it. I don't like the colorway. I don't like the colorway. I, I do. Wish. I'm tired of all everybody just wearing fucking navy blue suits. I or what about the kit bash that everybody's tomorrow. been doing with uh, uh, Claw? Yeah, the blue, the blue. That's the blue one that one was talking about that he's tired of that shit. I, I don't he was know, man. Talking about the chameleon. Oh, that too, probably. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, it's the same pants. I really like the claw kit bash, though. I think that looks really good. I think that would have been a I better like, figure. Exactly. Well, I just, yeah, I, I just don't like the colorway that they went with. I think the brown with the gray doesn't exactly look right to me. It looks weird. It looks like know. he got Maybe dressed I'm in tripping. the dark. Right? That shit looks weird to me. It just doesn't look I'm like not going to pre-order well. this. I'm not going to pre-order this solely because uh, I'm expecting a big Mando Monday. And, and they drop them they drop on the same day. The the thing that I like the most about this is the uh newspaper accessories. That's the takeaway for this for me. It comes with the is, rolled up one. And Matt, and Matt, just... Matt, you can film me there, right? Like the rolled yeah, up no. newspaper and then also the actual I would like, buy them just know, for that. It, exactly I wish you would have had a cigar. Man. Yo, yeah, well, they can't do that, unfortunately. But yeah, you know, would, yeah. Um, I mean, also, retro wave card. I don't know if you guys talked about this on the last episode. I haven't listened to it all, but uh, we get in a retro wave cyborg Spidey. Uh, that came out after the uh, okay, episode so dropped. Yeah, dude, That's I'm, I'm talk about stoked it, yeah. for that. That figure looks dope as hell, and it takes me back to collecting the old school. The nineties. Yep. I mean, this is a Target exclusive. Also, uh, uh, don't be afraid when it sells out online. Uh, they are trying this three thousand unit model on on initial release days. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Um, also, just to get last little bit of toy news, I made a custom uh, Keenan figure on the live show, so you guys should definitely check that out. Keenan Strawberry Fields Forever? Yes. <laughs> would you would you I, use uh, I, I had the <laughs> I had the Templar body and I was trying to show people how you can like put um certain Marvel Legends heads on them and they'll look really cool. And I didn't have that new old man Hawkeye, so I grabbed uh Thunderbird because Thunderbird was laying around. So I grabbed the Thunderbird head and I put it on there and Chris Smash Lab says, Is that a Keenan custom? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> And it was Yo, like, real, <laughs> real quick, shout out to Chris because did you guys see his costume yesterday? His uh, Kit Bash costume? His Kit Bash costume was fucking amazing, man. So he had the Green Ranger helmet with a Nightwing uh, suit and then like he had yeah. the the what was it? The Warrior's vest, right? Yeah. And, oh, and then a, trun- a trunk sword. That boy was... I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? I, I don't know how he has bash. that many costumes to begin with. <laughs> he was definitely a Kit Bash um, costume. And then he made a Kit Bash figure of his costume as well. So uh, I'm going to be completely honest. I thought those were both pictures of his figure. Uh-huh. Yeah. I didn't even realize he, that he was looks, him. <laughs> he looked so fucking tiny that it did look like a figure, or like a little ass kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even trying to talk shit. I'm sorry, Chris, bro. But tiny. you're fucking tiny as shit. Don't come near Gil. He'll fold you like a piece <laughs> of laundry. 
No, we hung out last uh, San Diego Comic Con. We, we hung out at the bar. Uh, but anyways, anything else for news? For collectibles news? Uh, I think that was all. I kind of pulled that last one out of my ass. All right, let's go ahead and get into anime news real quick. We'll go ahead and... Or, did anybody watch any anime? I know Juan didn't. So, Matt, did you actually... Did you watch anything or did you take a vacation from that too? I took a vacation from life in of general. Of course you so. did. This motherfucker. So, I finished uh, Parasite, actually. So, I didn't nice. watch anything else other than Parasite. I finished that. What like, do you think? I think it's 20-something episodes. I think 22. It's a one. really good fucking anime for right? only being 20-something episodes. You get a lot of character development. There's a lot of emotional things that go on. You feel really bad for um, uh, Shinichi. Um, it's, oh, Shinichi. Sorry, Shinichi. You feel really bad for Shinichi. He goes through a lot of shit. Um it's really good. And in the last episode, the way that they ended it, just is like, kind of like, what the Dude, fuck? They, because like, like he, doesn't end it. Well, yeah, because basically we get a ending to the series, but it's only an ending basically to his story. So I watched uh, a little bit of Baruto. It was mainly filler. So I was like, oh, fuck this. Let me check the guide. Because it was just stuff about um, Choji's daughter wanting to get married and falling in love with this dude that does like a soap opera yeah it was just hella weak um so i went to the filler guide um went through skipped like five or six episodes um started watching the episode and it starts off with like a future version of orochimaru's uh son like in his dream so like a future version of uh, mitsuki and also orochimaru both in his dream and they're both fighting over him and then he turns into sage mode uh, and destroys both of them. And it's like, then you end up finding out that it's in his dream. And you're like, wait, what the fuck just happened? Like, he has sage mode and he's only a fucking kid. Um, and then, the, like, the episode, like, the the um, message of the week or the thing, the underlying message is about confidence. Because then it leads into, like... Uh, it's funny so. that you bring up uh, the lessons learned in Baruto. Because um, my uh, sister-in-law's boyfriend just started watching Naruto with his kid. And he was like, oh, yeah, I've been, like, avoiding this stuff for years, even though my brother's been telling me about it. He's like, you can learn stuff from this. He's like, what the hell am I going to learn from a cartoon? He's like, and then I started learning stuff. <laughs> I was like, like, what? Bro, and 100%. Like, like he's anime all, has like, a about the cardiovascular system and stuff. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I never thought about that, but yeah. <laughs> 100% anime has a lot of life lessons in it. People so, clown it, but... It, I was like, it, I always feel like more emotional less emotional like it triggers more emotional stuff than anything but yeah i guess you can learn some lessons about shit too but i mean that's what power rangers was for too 100 <laughs> you know? percent, man so let's go ahead and get into news there's some interesting news going on right now actually so the first thing i wanted to kick it off with is actually probably the biggest news is sony wants to purchase crunchy roll dude for some serious fucking money 957 million dollars to be exact I thought, de- I thought that deal already went through. Uh, as far as I know, it did not. As far as I know, they it's were just in, in the talks. talks. That's what they were offering. Jeez. That's what Sony is offering to Crunchyroll? That's what they're offering to Crunchyroll right now. Does Crunchyroll think they're worth more than that? <laughs> mm, I mean, I are they? Know. I don't know. Their library is fucking huge, bro. Is anime a billion-dollar industry per year? Dude, well, they said uh, right now they've been doing, like, uh, surveys, and they're saying that anime is probably the most popular that has been in years. And right now, like, at least based off Netflix polls, that 
every single household has watched at least one series from beginning to end due to the pandemic. And that um, numbers for anime has been at an all-time high than you know, any other year. Like, ridiculously higher than any other year. It's funny, too, because I never really noticed many people who were into anime. And then today at that little toy show, I noticed so many people wearing, like, My Hero. Everybody, almost every single person there was wearing, like, a Naruto Supreme, like, hoodie or shirt or something. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I was it's like, more, why didn't I bring any of my animals to anime? It's more it's, acceptable. It's definitely a big deal. Yeah, I feel like... I remember um, when a few years ago, though, no one even cared about now. anime, though. No, because I feel like it's more acceptable now and it's more of an inner thing. It's, it's, or it's more of a... Um, it's more of an in thing, an in crowd thing. Um, so there actually was like a mini Netflix anime type con thing that they did this weekend, which I had no idea about until I like kind of looked into it uh, today. They actually had a few different animes that caught my interest announced. They have teasers, uh, trailers, and some screenshots, still images. So we kind of already spoke about Godzilla Singular Point coming out next year. All these things, all these are coming out next year between uh, fall and summer okay so there's godzilla singular point on netflix everything's netflix uh anime pacific rim the black um and then netflix uh is called eden just eden so the singular point they actually released a small little uh, teaser it showed some of the characters that are going to be in it um i already forgot their names like honestly that matters to me but we're going to get kaiju battles, giant kaiju battles, which I'm like, fuck yeah. They showed some original kaijus that, you know, we've never had before in comics or um, media, anything like that. They look pretty dope. Had this like giant dinosaur fish thing jumping out of the water bigger than an aircraft carrier. Um, you know, they showed Godzilla, the new Godzilla um, design. We didn't get them fully. Um, they've only kind of showed them behind like red mist. Um, and then there's also this giant weird creature thing with the fucking horn and four arms um same thing really excited really fucking juice there's this other like hydra serpent thing like pulling a helicopter down into the ocean which is like holy shit because like there's a dude hanging from a a rope and they're they're all getting dragged down into the ocean so that's uh really fucking cool caught my caught my interest all these teasers are less than a minute it's like 30 to 40 seconds. Same thing at Pacific Rim. It's taking place with a uh, brother and a sister. Surprise, surprise. You know, that's kind of like tropey. So it's an older brother, younger sister. They're teaming up uh, to pilot a Jaeger. Uh, it's some Jaeger that they find. And then they showed off like one of the kaijus that they're going to be fighting. Um, it's a giant turtle looking fucking thing. That looks, it just has red eyes, you know, all browned. And then it has like that, like teal uh, electricity running through them. And it looks like it's rampaging through the city. Um, another thing is Eden, where it looks like it's a little kid. I don't know, it's like a small little kid. She's named Sarah. And she's being taken care of three robots in like this sci-fi, futuristic, um, you know, society type of thing. So I'm not a hundred percent sure everything on it, but I was just like, what the hell? Um, so yeah, it, it just looks kind of interesting. Like they're taking care of the little girl. I'm not a hundred percent sure what happened to the little girl and why she's by herself and why the robots are taking care of her. But uh, I don't know. The teaser was kind of interesting. Yeah. Anything? 
It's probably more interesting than the other one, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, the three of these are all going to be CG animated. Um, but I'm really interested in Pacific Rim and uh, Godzilla. Those are the two. Yeah, the Pacific Rim will be dope because, I don't know, they could do a lot with the animation that they didn't do in the movies. Well, the Godzilla and the Pacific Rim, they're done by the same studio. So, fingers crossed for a crossover since, you know, we didn't Ooh. get that live action, but maybe we might get it animated. That'd so be dope. That could be sick as fuck. I would watch for that. All right. And then let's go over into video games. Did anyone play anything? I tur- I went to go play some Final Fantasy VIII, and then I started taking pictures instead. So, no, I didn't. One. I beat Spider-Man last week so I could get my fucking Lego figure. Dope. Nice. Oh, what are you talking about, uh, Lego figure? You want to give us some insight on that? What are you talking about? No, because the less people that enter, the better chances I have of winning one. <laughs> okay. Keep that on the hush hush. If you don't know, then you don't know. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you don't know, too bad. Sucks for you. So, uh, I didn't play much video games either this week i only played uh pokemon go and that was it oh wait wait no i played a uh, pokemon uh sword and shield too i got a little bit further i still got a little bit more to go um so there's three main storylines for this new dlc i'm completely done with two of them um i have one more to go so one of the storylines is calyrex second storyline is the Reggie's, Registeel, Regigigas, you know, all them, uh, the new ones. And then the third one is with the legendary birds, Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres, and the new forms. I still got to do that part of the DLC, and then I'll be done. And Matt, I have over 10 hours so far in the new DLC, and I'm still not done. Jeez. So I think I think it's kind of worth it, man, for the, um, what's it called, the Crown Tundra, and then the Iron, the Isle of Armor. Those two DLC is like close to, I want to say, 25 more hours of gameplay, roughly. So I think it's kind of worth it. I don't know. Up to you. I'm trying to sell you on it. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I've been kind of wanting to play some Pokemon, but I, I don't know. I but want anyways, different. No, it's all good. But anyways, this is something that... J- Let's get into the news. This is something that Jade would have liked. So uh, Xbox... Part of the Mando Mondays, they announced a Mandalorian controller. This thing is fucking badass and it sold out pretty much instantly. Did you guys have a chance to look at it? It has like uh, the Mandalorian on the front. Uh, well, it looks like the best car. I saw it. It looked really nice. Yeah, on the left side, it has like the Mud Horns uh, in- insignia. On the right side, it has the Rancor. On the charging platform, it has like a, uh, a seal with the Mandalorian's helmet on it. On the back of the controller, it actually has Baby Yoda, or the child, and it actually says Wanted. It looks like a little Wanted poster, and it has uh, him on the back. Is hella funny. So, yeah, it says Wanted, the child, uh, unknown species, and has his picture on it. Um, so this was going to run retail, 160 and it sold out almost instantly. Retail, uh, or retail release date is going to be 1231 $160 for controller? Well, it's a controller and then also the charging stance. Uh, well. tra- but still, geez, that's a lot. Can't believe it sold well, out. Well, that's wireless. The, wire- the wireless controllers usually run standard uh, 60 to 70 bucks. But because of this is, you know, a licensed property and 
it comes with the charging station, which I think basic charging station ones run one twenty. So it's only about thirty forty dollars more. So, eh. it's still it is pretty pricey. Uh, but I mean, people moving, buy those Scud controllers for like two hundred bucks, though. So I guess. Yeah, keeping it moving, dude. GameStop, they're pulling some shady business stuff. I don't know. I mean, I guess they're trying to make money, but I think it's lightweight, shady. Um, so I have it in the news that they're doing a flex pay leasing program to where you could lease to own uh, the new generation consoles, right? So uh-huh. they have two different deals going on. There's the 12-month deal and there's a three-month deal. The 12-month deal, you're paying $98.48 a month to, Jesus own, Christ. to own the systems. Um, the three-month <laughs> deal is you're paying one ninety nine sixty to own the systems. And the thing I'm talking about why this is lightweight bullshit is because so if you're paying twelve months at ninety eight dollars and forty eight cents, you're paying one thousand one hundred eighty one dollars and seventy five cents for a system that's only four ninety nine bucks. <laughs> Why? But Why? I mean, you're leasing it with leasing a car. Yeah. 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 You're paying interest. Yeah. Up the ass. And, yeah, and then so the three month you're paying five hundred ninety eight dollars and eighty cents. I don't know. Me personally, if I can't afford it, I'm not going to do that. I'd just rather yeah. pay outright. Don't go into um, debt over it. Don't go finger hut for it. Yeah, definitely, definitely no. Definitely what was the no. meme that came out? Like, if your credit score is lower than the price of the Xbox, then don't buy it. Yeah, a hundred percent. Jesus, a hundred percent. Yeah, Priorities. no motherfucking business trying to buy it. Man, America's run on debt. What are you talking about? Credit cards run this nation. And then, uh, so Cyberpunk got delayed again until December 10th. Um, there's rumors of The Force Unleashed coming out. So supposedly that's going to be in development. Are you guys excited about this? I I am. I could be down for this in the next-gen console. The Force Unleashed, that would be fucking dope. What's his name again? Starkiller, right? Starkiller, yeah. A new one? Yes. If it's a reissue or... No, issue. issue no. no. Oh my god, I said issue. No, this would be uh, number three. Trilogy. So I'm this would make it, it a trilogy. Okay. Hyrule Warriors, uh, that demo has came out and is out right now. Um, and also, the really cool thing is that most demos don't do this, but you can transfer your save data from the demo to the actual game that launches on November 20th. So any type of progress that you made, right off launch, right off get, you could you know continue on with your story. So I think that's really fucking cool. You can start grinding now, uh, so you're you know good to go, and stronger than usual. Like for people that are just starting off, that is pretty dope. Yeah, most you know most uh, games don't do that at all. Is okay, whatever work that you put in during uh, the demo, you got to start all over again. Most don't transfer the data. But that's yeah, all that's I got. very this. old school thing. So let's go ahead and get into entertainment, guys. Let's see. Uh, what did you guys watch this week? Jade, uh, hold off on your big thing. We'll get into that. But what else did you see? I, saying, I don't want you I'll to blow you your load. One <laughs> I don't, I don't want, want your you big blow. thing to go in later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't want you to blow your wad now. Uh, so what else did you watch? What else um, did you watch? <laughs> What else did I watch? Man, I didn't have time to watch shit else. I didn't watch shit else. Who cares? There's nothing else on TV. Well, because you fucking watched The Mandalorian, what was it, six times? Five times this week? Five. I watched it five times. <laughs> Since Friday, five times. Yeah. 
Um, that's all I watched, man. All right. So, Juan, Juan, what did you watch besides The Mandalorian? Because that's our big thing that we're going to talk about. We'll go over that. What else did you watch? Okay. Other than The Mandalorian, I went to the movie theaters for the first time in God knows how long. And I watched Tenet. Did it suck? Uh, no, I enjoyed it. But Nolan is making all these movies that want to fuck with your head. So, like, if you had trouble keeping track of Inception, this movie is even more of a mind fuck because I think things are going forward kind and of backwards and everywhere. Uh, but it was a good movie. The action was pretty decent. I liked it. It was a fun movie. I want to ask Christopher Nolan, like, what, you think you're fucking smarter than me or something, bitch? All and he movies. will probably say yes, but backwards. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, other than okay. that, I don't remember seeing anything else. I guess those were the two major things that I saw this week. All right. What about you, Matt? What did you watch? Um, I was just watching the Hell House LLC Part 2 earlier, right before I jumped on the live post sesh with uh, Eric. I didn't really get to watch too much stuff this week. Nothing that you guys would care about. So, uh, Anybody else watch anything good? Uh, We watched the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre with the kids. We only got about halfway, and then they weenie down, and like, oh, I'm too scared, too much killing, and this, and that. I'm like, you guys are some weenies. You toughen <laughs> up. The fuck wrong with you? Can, What's up? Can I tell you something about that original movie? What's up? <laughs> it was shot in your backyard. So, pretty close. Uh, <laughs> of course. <so> that, <laughs> yeah. Now he's so the Texas original, Chainsaw Massacre. That original movie, when they go to the gas station... You know, um, that is actually a store in Hillsbury, Texas, which is a small town inside of Bastrop, Texas, where I'm from. <laughs> and uh, it used to be a place called uh, Bilbo's Store, and that's where we bought beer growing up was out of that store. I think I'm right. Oh, my God. I, I was actually going to say, do you go to that gas station every morning? We, we like <laughs> This is when I was in high school. We used to buy beer there all the time because I could actually get away with buying beer there. Uh, Did Milwaukee. you say Hillsbury or Hillsbury? Hills Prairie. Uh, never mind. Um, now Hills it's Prairie. A, okay. Now it is actually a Texas Chainsaw themed Airbnb. It's not even a gas oh station anymore. Oh my fucking <laughs> fuck all that shit. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Hell so, no. Uh, oh, you mean you don't want to go stay there? Just a fun fact. I would not stay there even if they paid me. No, I'm good. I'm, I, I I'll I'll pussy out. Yeah, we watched some more movies this week, out. too, but nothing nothing really that good, I don't think. Uh, yeah, we just watched that, and then we watched, like, a couple other movies uh, with the kids because they weaned out. So we watched, like, Coco and um, Nightmare Before Christmas and all that other stuff. Classics. Yeah, just the throwbacks, you know. But, yeah, that's about it. Let's go ahead and get into Mandalorian since all of us watched it, except for you, Matt, right? Yeah, bye. <laughs> so, uh... Jade, you could go ahead and splooge yourself now. Yeah, it was good. Oh, come on. All the texts that you were sending me was way more than that. It so what did you guys think overall? Amazing. Okay, there it was we fucking go. fucking great. Yeah, Juan, so... What did you think? Super cool. I liked I mean, it. I enjoyed it. I liked the little throwbacks here and there. Tons of Easter eggs. Uh, I really liked... Let me ask you guys this before we get into the actual story. My favorite scene was... 
when he's in the Gamorrean fight at the fights and there's a lot of hand to hand combat going on and he's using his helmet to, you know, bounce these dudes punches off his head. I thought the fight choreography was fucking amazing. What, what was y'all's favorite part? Quick question before anybody answers that. Is it just me or does the Mandalorian look like he's fucking been lifting weight? He looks swole as fuck for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's like he's he does look like bigger, big lats and shit now. Yeah, I was he like, d- what he the definitely fuck? does look bigger than last year. Like, I wonder if they his shoulders new, were wide as shit. I wonder if they got a new stunt, a stunt actor in there, and maybe that's why. Either that or he's definitely been working out. Uh, my favorite scene. I think I want. I think I want to say the opening scene as well. The opening fight scene, just that was really well done. Just it it, it was nice. It was definitely done very well. And I don't know if you guys caught that, but that man, I have missed my place. My notes. Uh, that mob boss kind of character in the very beginning. That was John Leguizamo. I'm the one with the one eye. Yeah, I recognized his voice. I didn't. I couldn't put a name to it, but as soon as I looked it up, I was like, "Oh, of course, that's John Leguizamo." John Leguizamo, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, I mean, there's obviously cool. some distortion in his voice there, but yeah, which I thought that was cool because there was actually a lot of rumors in season one that he was involved about the same time Carl Weathers was uh, being teased. So I'm glad to see they finally fit him in there. That's cool, man. I want to say like probably like the most epic part was should we get into the should we get into it? Yeah, so Mandalorian the you know, armor, bro. Up, yeah, he meets up with this mob boss looking for another Mandalorian. He says the only one he knows about is on Tatooine. Um goes to Tatooine. It's a small little city that's not even on the map. Lots of callbacks. I mean, we've we're getting callbacks this entire time. And uh, he shows up. He asks the Wee question. Very Western, too. Did you guys? I mean, I think it's very obvious that it was a Western, right? When he rolls into town, it switches to an acoustic guitar. The men- oh, Mandalorian thing in an acoustic guitar. Yeah. So he goes into the bar, talks to the barkeep, that Wee Quay, and uh, tells him, turn around, talk to the marshal. And there standing in the doorway is a skinny oh. Boba Fett. Boba Fett's armor. Yeah, <laughs> Yo, skinny, but is it just me or did he look lanky as shit? Like the like I know that the armor was made for Boba Fett, but like it just seemed like it did not fit him properly. And he just it looked, looked a like little a kid off was wearing dad's armor. A hundred percent, dude. Like a kid or like fucking like a cosplay or some shit like that. Well, a bad Timothy cosplay. Oliphant is like a tall, thin dude. He is. He he definitely is. And he, he, definitely and he is. didn't have all the belts and and you know, Boba has like a flight suit under there, and there's a lot missing, right? This is a very bare bones patched together. No, I get it. Like he only has like what's fucking left over with the jaw. Was but I, I love the look, and I love that attention to detail because it makes sense, right? Like the armor is custom made for Boba Fett. And how beat up it was, too, torn apart. So we get the backstory there. Um, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. That's actually a direct pull from the Aftermath trilogy, which was written by Chuck Wendig, probably about the Force Awakens time. So that Cobb Vanth storyline is very, very similar. There's a couple of things that happen in the book that don't happen in the show about how he got the armor. He actually shoots a guy for it. But regardless, I think it's really cool, and it, it just legitimizes, for lack of a better term, the, the novels and stuff like that, and how 
Disney Star Wars is going to reach for for stuff. Top Vance, fucking cool, man. The jetpack scenes fucking blew my mind. Did you guys love the shit out of those two or what? I thought it was great. They looked really seamless. Uh, my thing was, where did he kept getting missiles for his jetpack? So, and that's another thing, going back to the level of detail. Like, it's very obvious it wasn't Boba's missiles in there, too. Like, he, he might just be some generic missiles that work in there. I just love something see- that fits. Right, or something custom made for it. I really liked seeing the jet pack be used, uh, the missile pack anyway. I thought that was awesome. We never saw saw the rangefinder used before either. Fucking super cool to see both of those. And then the other thing that I I thought was really cool and kind of a throwback, and it's like, is it like a flaw in that type of backpack where Mando hits his backpack and he go, fucking goes flying like Boba Fett did? Yes, it did the exact and I'm like, same is, thing. I'm like, is that, that like a was flaw funny as in fuck, his bro. jetpack? Like, like it has a spot where you just hit it and it fucking shoots him off? Yeah, he's like, well, what are you going to do? He's like, I'm not quite sure. Fucking boom. Yeah, that shit was good, man. So good. We got to see a crate Dragon. There's so much in Star Wars lore that they pulled for. This is really... John Favreau and Dave Filoni's toy box, which another reference to toy collectors in there. Did you guys catch the it's not to scale with the crate dragon? And the, yes, yeah. yes, it was funny as fuck. Yeah, it's not making fun of Star yes, Wars toys collectors. Yeah. So, quick question: So that dragon killed the Sarlacc, or we we're still just not one hundred percent sure? No, it, it eats it Lives it eats Sarlaccs and takes over their nests or something. Oh, okay, like gotcha, that. gotcha. Okay, that's what I was thinking, but I was like, oh, well, maybe like we're not 100% sure because we don't know how Boba got out, so maybe he killed the Sarlacc and the dragon just came and took over. We don't know. So I, that's just one thing that was going on in my head. I was like, how, like what happened to the Sarlacc? And like well, I said at first, earlier, I thought I, it was going to be a Sarlacc. Me too. And then, I thought it was a Sarlacc too. And then I'm like, oh, we have tremors in the Star Wars universe. Great. Right, a hundred percent. I was like, "Where's Kevin? Where's like Kevin Bacon? Where's Kevin Bacon <laughs> and the dad from Family Ties?" <laughs> I'm really glad that it was like a like a Tremors like monster and not an actual, you know, wing flapping dragon. I thought that was a cool twist. Yo, what threw me for a fucking loop is like when it was shooting out like the stomach acid and fucking melting the raiders and the it's townspeople. Gnarly. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and and the the. CGI effects on it were amazing. Well, you kind of yeah, get it, like okay, a, a dragon, job. a dragon rather than fire is shooting out like the stomach acid and melting people. Right. But I just really loved the, I really loved the episode. It was cool to see the Tuscan Raiders back. I've gone into it in detail. I don't want to go into it too much, just to add a little sizzle. We will be doing a geek out show, Mandalorian commentary through the rest of the season. But yeah, it was fucking great. And Boba Fett, right? Definitely. At the end, that was definitely Boba. I can't wait, man. Like, he's loaded up, ready to go. I want to see what happens. I can't wait. I'm not even convinced that we will see what happens in this season. I mean, even if it doesn't, I'm just still ready just for at least, like, the setup, anything. I'm just, like, ready because, like, I know that we're going to get Ahsoka. I know that we have, um, you know, him. You know, we still don't know what we're going to get with uh, Sasha um, Sasha Banks' character. Like, I'm just, like, so excited. Just, like, 
all the casting news, when we're going to see Cara Dune again, you know, just every, I'm just really hyped, really excited. Like if we had all the episodes, I would have binge watched all of them multiple times already for sure. Same. Yeah. You could just watch the first one over and over and over again. And I've already watched it three times. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was damn good. Hell of a rebound um, from season one. Man, they got a lot. (laughs) We still have seven more episodes. All right, so let's go ahead and get into our entertainment news. So, Jay, do you want to go ahead and take it away with entertainment news? Yeah, sure. Let me just get my little notepad up here. Um, so we got a couple of things. Um, let's stick with bounty hunters. Yeah. Gil, let's you sent it. this uh, you sent this over to me. My dad the bounty hunter. Uh this is gonna be a Netflix animated series. Very coming out next year. Very Mandalorian looking armor. I think this is one hundred percent piggybacking on the success of the mandalorian oh 100 but yeah it looks cute you know something my kid would probably watch the thing that's interesting and really cool about this is that it's an all-black family black creators behind it you know black voice actors all that stuff so it's you know that's really nice for representation all that stuff because you know to be honest in the whole entire world of star wars there's not a whole lot of representation let's be honest of people of color Uh, So this is kind of nice that it's something similar to Star Wars that, you know, people, uh, well, parents and then also their children can have representation. And and this is something that I'm definitely going to watch with the kids because it looks, it looks awesome. They got some, you know, it's kind of for the parents with the whole entire bounty hunter thing. But then the little cute characters and then like the kids with the lightsabers in the background, you know that there's going to be definitely some kid factor in there, some fun. So I, I don't know. I'm excited. I can't wait for it. Yeah, and uh, I agree with the representation factor. And to be perfectly honest, when The Mandalorian was first being announced, I was pretty convinced that it was going to be a black actor underneath the helmet. Uh, That's not the way they went, but um, I I don't think it matters who really is under the helmet. Uh, Regardless, here it does, and, and I'm happy to see that. Yeah, there's no release date, but it's definitely coming out in 2021. It just says Netflix 2021, and that's basically about it. It's going to be CGI animation. So be on the lookout for that. Mm -hmm. Um, In other news, we got the speculation that Oscar Oscar Isaac is in talks to portray Moon Knight. Uh, What do you guys think about this casting? I'm good with it. I like it. I'm, I'm down. Could be interesting. I have no problem with it at all. I'm gonna re- I'm gonna um, reserve my negative comments. I like Oz- Oscar Isaac. Obviously, the only thing I've seen him in is the sequel trilogy. Um, but I think he's just like just enough of a goofball with like bravado that he can. You mean he never watched Age of Apocalypse? Yeah, wasn't he it, in? Fuck, what's that movie with all the dancing girls that made no sense? Oh, I uh, can't tell you. Fuck. Showgirls? Uh, huh? Showgirls? Showgirls? No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's the blonde girl starts dancing and they go into the dream world. Oh, fuck. It the was uh, Snyder's, Snyder's movies be- oh, before DC. Uh, oh, uh, Sucker Baby Punch. Sucker, Sucker Punch. Punch. Yes. Yeah. What that. the hell are you talking about? Wanda? He's in there? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, shit. Okay. I don't remember him in there. He must not have played a very big part. I th- I think he's going to pull this off just great. Um, 
my personal choice was Shia LaBeouf, but I don't get to make the decisions over at Marvel and Disney. Uh, bring it on. Let's go. Oscar Isaac. He's already right. in bed, you know, with the Star Wars franchise, so they seem to really like him over there. Who's the craziest actor you can think of? Shia well, LaBeouf. Nicholas Cage. Exactly. No, I was going to piggyback on what Jade said. No, not Nicholas Cage. He's too old to be. <laughs> no, Shia LaBeouf is definitely the way to go, but all right, fuck it. Let's go Oscar Isaac. Or even Aaron Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad. Aaron Paul? Oh, okay. It's Oscar. It's Oscar yeah. Isaac. All right. So, what else you got? Um, in other entertainment news, let's go back to Netflix. Uh, we're getting a eight episode series based on Selena. Anything for Selena's? Uh, it's a pretty big deal. I think the actress they chose looks great. It looks she looks like Selena. She's a big deal in my neck of the woods. Um, is it J-Lo again? No, it's not. I, I can't remember the actress's name. Um, but she looks very much so like Selena. Uh, like I said, she is a big deal. Uh, the city where I went to college in, they actually have a Selena memorial there, a memorial statue, Corpus Christi, Texas. Um, so, yeah, my wife's a huge fan. I'll, be, I'll actually be watching this, and I'm sure a lot of people will be too. Jade cries every time he, he drives through Corpus Christi. He sheds one tear. We know how it ends, right? Yeah, we do. No, I think they I think they put an M. Night Shyamalan twist on it, so she actually lived. <laughs> oh, she's alive. <laughs> yeah. It's like what would the future be with Selena? That's the movie. So the their character, the one that they picked as a uh, actress is Christian Serratos. Is that right? Uh, to be honest, I don't know. I only lo- saw the trailer. I didn't do much digging after that. But it, like I said, it looks great. It's probably going to be a really good retelling of you know Selena's life with Netflix money behind it. So uh, I'm eager to see where this goes. You know, she was such a huge figure not only for music but for the Latin population in in general. She put Latin music on the map. So she kind of hundred percent, kind of a big deal. Netflix is going to raise their prices again though. So if you want to watch Selena, you're going to be paying a little more. You know, talking about that, so I have the pricing right here. So the um, HD standard plan is going to go from twelve ninety nine to thirteen ninety nine. The four stream four K premium plan is going from fifteen to seventeen ninety nine, and then the one stream standard definition plan will remain at eight ninety nine a month. So we just got uh, prices raised in twenty nineteen last year. So you know, prices are going to start going up slowly. Uh, they said within the next few months. So anybody signing up now is going to automatically, the prices are going to be set to those new prices. But if you already have Netflix, which probably most of us do, um, you're going to be seeing a change in your bill pretty soon. To be honest, I've had Netflix for so long, I can't even remember what account or card it's being taken out of. Or how uh, much so, you pay for it. <laughs> or how much I even pay for it. Yeah, I have no idea. So uh, whatever. As I thought I stopped I can, paying for same. Netflix years ago. As long as I can get my <laughs> same with me. <laughs> Alrighty. My lady plays for all the streaming services, so just don't tell her that it's going up. We Anything have a out, we have a out, outlaw news. Not bounty hunter, but he's an outlaw. Oh yeah! Uh, so we got some concept art for. Uh, is this going to be season four of Titans? Season, season three. Season, season three or four, and I believe this is over on HBO Max now. Um, we're going to get the Red Hood in live action. He looks is it great. available on HBO Max already? 
I believe so. don't get me lying. I have Roku devices, so I don't have access to my HBO. Is what it like available? What I want you to be misinformed. I believe season God one and two it. are, <laughs> but season three, I believe season one and two are out already, but season three is not out because this Red Hood is still just concept art. If it's on HBO Max, I'm definitely gonna check it out though, because I've heard mixed re- mixed reviews about that show in general. Anybody ever even watched the show? No. No. Okay. No. Anybody excited for Red Hood? Yeah, that's no. kind of cool. No. Maybe anybody other than out. Smash Labs. I mean, he got the hard on for Nightwing, not for Red. Yeah, Hood. well, I mean, I think he has in the hard on for all Robins. Maybe. To be honest. All right. Anyways, maybe um, he'll get some new life after the Three Jokers book, which we didn't really talk about the ending there, but uh, or maybe he'll good, die again. Pretty good ending. It 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 resolves stuff without resolving anything. Exactly. I was like, don't read that third book yet. Come on, Matt. You didn't do shit this week. I didn't, didn't want to read, read this week. I'm on vacation, okay? Didn't Reading's read, not on the list of things watch, to be on vacation. What did you do? Nothing. I fucking didn't do nothing. He just docked, <laughs> he docked with Brett. That was it. I'll just yeah. listen to the first 50 minutes of the episode to figure out what Matt did. Yeah, it wasn't much. That's all I got, and Matt is falling asleep. So I yeah, think that's I a am. good place to end it. Um, yeah, you guys can catch me, Jerry Toys. Uh, catch me on Geek Out Show every week. Shout out to the Hive Comic Book or Hive Comic Shop. And uh, be on the lookout for the Cantina presented by the Geek Out Show. We'll probably have it ready by the time episode two uh, airs. Nice. Ooh. So, you guys have a good night. Thanks for letting me uh, come splooge Mandalorian everywhere. Um, so Juan, Vacation, you want to go ahead and you do know. your shout-outs? And every- yeah, you lazy bitch. Uh, Juan, <laughs> you want to go ahead and do your shout-outs and your sign-up? CF Addicts uh, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, we're adding now almost weekly new uh, pre-orders up to the website at uh, cfaddicts.co. Um, once it gets up and running, but uh, I'll tell you about Liz's TikTok and her Girl, uh, Liz, uh, boys' toys, reviews, and everything else when she gets that off. When you say it like that, you stuff. make it sound really bad. That well, that's the whole thing. It's still, it's still a work in progress. It's a work in progress. It's a WIP. Hey, tell her about my evil Liz's idea. I thought that was a good one. You can find me at Major Action underscore IG and Major Action on YouTube. Um, yeah, thanks for following. Thanks for uh, tagging Major's picks. I'm sure you guys saw the. Awesome. When Halloween is that pictures. coming, man? It's it's in the pipeline. You need to get you need to no. That needs to be a not in the long pipeline. That needs to be a more <laughs> sooner. You need to start making shit happen. Short take pipeline. You got it. Yeah. Uh, like like in the next couple weeks. He wants it on his chest already. Uh, I want fucking content for this network, bro. That's what hey, I want. I want to help you out too, believe me. Um, but yeah, thanks to everybody and all your awesome Halloween photos. I was featuring a lot of that over the weekend. So uh, yeah, thanks guys. Uh, a lot of cool, a lot of cool pictures. I know nobody tagged the majors pick for that, but I just wanted to feature a lot of cool people's art. Uh, you know, art over the weekend. What about you, Gil? Lead us home. All right. So shout out to Cartoons, Comics, and Cold Pizza. That's Eric's uh, podcast that they'll be doing. I don't know if you guys checked it out, but. They actually dropped an intro because they're going to be doing a YouTube, uh, you know, podcast, YouTube style podcast um, that you'll be able to see in a video style. 
So that intro is actually pretty fucking sick. I really do like it. Shout out to I them. I really like the intro. It's hilarious. I like Shout when out. one guy grabbed the whole pizza and put the plate yes. back instead. A hundred percent, yes. Uh, shout out to Figheads, shout out to Toy All Podcast, shout out to Boys With Their Toys, shout out to Nerdicons, uh, shout out to the APH uh, page that me, Ramos, Fett, and Carl run over there. We post up our picks, you know, every couple of days we rotate on the content that we post up. Uh, shout out to Shutter, is it Shutterbugs uh, Podcast? Shout out to them, that's Finn Aiden over there and his crew that they do that. Until next time, make sure to stay geeked up and geek out.